Hello. Hey, how's it going? We are Ever Queer, and I am Brandon. And I'm Damien. And welcome aboard. So, how's it been going? It's going, man. It's going yeah. pretty good. So, I heard um, from a little bird that you have some good news. I do. And I'm really excited for it, and I can't I wait. So. so, it's not like, it's not like big big news dude any news is big news but it's a but it's a it's a giant step it's a one step for mankind yeah situation um for brandon kind yeah for brandon kind uh so last night i'm walking out and as you all know i i live with my brother and um he had a friend sitting on the couch and i was like who the fuck is this guy okay so it's not a normal friend no no I, i didn't know who he was um and my brother just straight up was like, hey, insert name here. Um, this is my brother, Brandon. Oh, and, that's awesome. Yeah. And um, he said, so this is my brother, Brandon. And that's his son, Bentley. And I literally stopped in my tracks. Because y'all know, he told me straight up that he was never going to. Right. Do that. He was never, ever going to recognize me as a guy. Yeah. And that and, is absolutely doing so, right. which is amazing. Yeah. And so, in, so like, he's gotten to the point now where he calls me my childhood name that he gave me right. when I was little because I don't go by my dead name anymore. Yeah. For anyone. Absolutely. Um, and so he, he knows not to call me that, but he also doesn't want to call me Brandon. Right. Um, but him introducing me last night as Brandon and used he, him pronouns. I was just like, I, I literally stared at him and was like, what do I say? Dude, congrats. And then, yeah. And so That's then I, awesome. I shook the guy's hand and everything was fine. And he never even quite like, he never said anything. So, Dude, that's amazing. So that was, that was a big step. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. I love that. Me too. It doesn't, it doesn't, um, erase. Now I want to clarify this. It doesn't erase all the shit that he said. Oh, absolutely It doesn't not. erase like my family situation. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't make any of that okay necessarily, but it's a good step in the right direction. Yeah. It's a good step towards an apology, which could lead to healing. Yeah. But right now, like, that's great. Like, it's great that you're going to be ending on good terms Mm -hmm. once you, you know, go your separate ways. Yeah. As people, as adults. And I think that it's really great that he decided to become the bigger man and well I mean it makes me wonder if he refused to change on principle and now that he's because ex- he, he's really experiencing your change yeah with you he's kind of coming he's able to be like oh uh, like he doesn't see you once a week or once a month like he sees you all the time yeah so he's able to be like oh okay so this is what you're about yeah. Like, it, it's not life changing, like dramatic. Well, and it's sure. also like not, I'm not going to go get a penis tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's also not, a, and it's also not a facade that you're putting on out in public, and then you come home and you like, are back to your old, right. quote unquote, old self. Yeah. Well, and like we've talked about that before. Like you and I have talked about that. Where right. You know, I've always just been more like masculine, masculine. like socially masculine. Um. Uh, like according to society or whatever. And uh, so he's always known like deep down that I've never, I was never going to be like a girly girl. I was never going to you know, and I feel walk like around he, in dresses and shit. You know, well, I so. feel like you tried to play that role once and 
Yeah. And that bright reject- red lipstick. Yeah, and rejected it very quickly. Very It was a short strongly like, maybe six month period where I did my hair every day and wore makeup every day and then that was that Well, I feel like everybody kind of experiences that that need to fit in. Yeah. Overcompensation. Yeah, by society standards. Definitely. So yeah, that that was my good news. No, that's um, awesome. It was a it was a good step. I was I was so shocked that I immediately texted like three of my closest friends. I was texting Dolly. I was and like, I wanted to tell her me because I was already texting Dolly. Anyway, it's like we're one person. Well, and the thing is, is she didn't even tell me. I read it over her shoulder because I because I said it was good news, and I would tell y'all today. Anyway. And I also, it was just making up more questions. It, it did, yeah. And it did, See, so. <laughs> I was bugging her all night. He was like, "What do you think it is?" I don't. He didn't tell me. You read the same text. He didn't tell me anything. <laughs> no, that's, that's funny. Good. That's great, though. Yeah, I I love definitely. that. I love that he he decided to take that step forward to to grow instead of staying in in the dark and in ignorance. Yeah, I agree. And to be completely fair. If he had introduced me as my dead name and said, oh, this is my sister, it would have been real awkward when I would have been like, hey, how you doing? You know? So, like, that would have put him in an even more awkward situation. Like, like, bro, why does your sister sound like a dude? Like, what's wrong with her voice? You know what I mean? So, yeah. I, I think it would, like, well, for or- his comfort level and for his situation in life, like, it would it's just easier to introduce me that way than to explain, like oh, this is my sister, but they're trans, and, you know, like, that's not anybody's business. Like, no, it's not. And I pass enough, because I wear big t-shirts and stuff, I pass enough that people aren't going to question, like, why's your brother got some big old titties, you know what I mean? So, like, it, it's just, I don't know, I think it was just easier for it's him. It's like guys don't have man boobs, let's be real. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm big, and I'm, like, I'm heavy set enough that binding it just makes me look like i have man boobs like i just i i don't know so i, I think mean, it was, i don't necessarily agree with that but i'll let you think that i think if you were okay. to look at a cis guy that was about your build it would probably be true yeah i mean his nipples would probably be showing yeah mine don't because they're inside In your my armpits. lungs yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're concave but uh but yeah, no, I I think um, I he probably thought it through enough that he was like, oh, this would be super awkward if I don't do it if I don't introduce him this way. So just to save time and space for everyone in everyone's lives. Yeah, I I like it. I mean, me too. It like you said, it definitely doesn't erase past wrongs, but yeah. it definitely is a step towards a right. Yeah. And he also knows, like, we, we have the discussion, like, you understand that you're going to be the one that erases this relationship. Because right. I refuse to let people in my life who can't at least respect my pronouns. I don't care if you, quote unquote, agree or disagree, whatever. I'm still a person and I'm still here and if you respect me as a person and as a human, you're going to respect my pronouns. And that's the end of the discussion. And if not, then you don't respect me as a person and I don't have room for you in my life. And so my family is very well aware of that. And yeah. very well aware of the fact that I feel that way. 
um, and that's not going to change. Yeah. So. I mean, my family will learn pretty soon. Yep. It's getting, it's getting closer closer and closer. closer. Yeah. Any more tea updates? Um, I feel like that falls with a tea update. Yeah. A life update. So my uh, three-month checkup is Monday. That's exciting. Well, I take that statement back. My blood draw is Monday. My actual appointment is Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, But I'm really excited. I think everything has gone so, so well that I might be able to up my dosage a little bit. Which would be exciting. Yeah. Um, Because I've already gotten... So, like, we've talked about, like, I'm starting to get a beard. Uh, My chin hair is finally touching in the middle. Oh, nice. A little bit. There's not a lot there, but there's a little. It counts. Something's better than nothing. Um, And then, like, on my neck and all the way up to, like, my earlobes, it's fuzzy now. Um, And it's coming in kind of, like, reddish fuzz. So, that's cool. And obviously my voice has changed. How's that? A little bit. Yeah, it has. For sure. What about you? Um, I mean, my voice has definitely dropped a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a video kind of update just for myself from three, from pre-T or like a week after my first shot to three months. And then from month three to month four. And definitely the the nothing to three months was was a drastic change but there has actually been a a subtle a nice subtle change even just from three months to four months which i thought was really exciting because when you talk and hear yourself every day you don't hear it but having that evidence is really cool um other than that nothing nothing major so you're two months ahead of me though right you started I don't in know. November. I'm four months on T. No, oh, I thought you were two months ahead. Okay. I'm, I mean, you're a month ahead. I I was four months two weeks ago. Oh, okay. So a month and a half. That's why I thought you were two months. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Cool. cool so cool, no cool. facial hair, unfortunately. But you know, it'll happen. I think it's genetic based too. I do too. Um, and my brother was definitely a, a late bloomer. So, I mean, he still has yet to bloom. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I hope he never listens to this. <laughs> oh God. If my family listens to this, um, no, he, for sure exiled. he was, he was definitely a late bloomer. He's, he's got something now. Finally, now that he's 20, <laughs> Nice. But it, it took a hot minute for facial hair to come in for him. I'm hoping by the time I'm 30 that I have like the full lumberjack The nice, effect. yeah. Um, but my dad has has some nice facial hair, so nice. or he at least doesn't have a problem growing it. So I'm hoping that it, it, it at least won't be a problem. I'm terrified of losing my hair. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I take a lot of pride in my hair. I do too. I'm a little touchy about my hair. Much to Akitsali's joy to tease me about it. I feel like there's a little bit of sarcasm in there. Well, no, she gets great joy from giving me a hard time about either finding a gray hair. No, so Akitsali gets great joy from torturing me about my hair. I believe that the first time she told me 
I she found a gray hair. I had a panic attack. I freaked the fuck out. I believe that. Um, so I'm okay. Shut the fuck up. So I'm really scared of going bald or or losing my hair or like a receding hairline. That's something that I'm a little nervous about. Okay. But other than that. Those gray hairs, though. Shut the fuck up. Nobody asked you. My uh, my hair lady likes to remind me that I have one patch on the back of my head that's gray. It's not there now. It's dyed. I, this is why I keep my hair dyed. Well, it's not why. It's just because I get bored with it. And my best friend's in cosmetology school, so it makes my life super easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, she likes to remind me that I've got a, a little gray patch and she always shaves it and shaves it into her hand so I can see it. And I'm like, I what don't want to see that shit. Get it away from what me. I'm almost 30. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm only 30. Leave oh. me the fuck alone. <laughs> but are, is there anything yeah. that you are nervous about? <clears throat> Is there anything that you are nervous about with starting or with continuing testosterone? Um, I was really nervous about the acne that I was told I would get. But my face has actually cleared up. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's real weird. Um, My face has cleared up and I've lost weight, which I've been told I'd gain weight and I would have a lot of acne. So neither of those things have happened. I feel like I've just kind of maintained my weight. If anything, I think that I lost some weight, what, last week because I couldn't hold anything in my stomach because I was dying. Yeah. But other than that... I told you today when I walked in, you looked like you lost weight. Yeah. And I didn't think about it at the time, but uh, there was a solid week and a half that I (laughs) couldn't eat anything. So, yeah, it would would be expected. Dude, my my shot Saturday was, um, I used a smaller needle. Ask me why. Why? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I I just I didn't switch the needles out for some reason. So I well um, I don't switch I don't switch out my needles. I, I use the same one. No, I drew out. So the twenty two gauge is the one I draw it with, which is a thinner, right. a smaller gauge for those of you at home who don't know, um, or wherever you are in your vehicle is probably not listening anyway. So I have the twenty two gauge needle that's smaller in diameter, but longer. Right. And then I have an 18 gauge that's wider, wider in diameter, but shorter. And the same thing applies to like your ear gauges. Yeah. If that helps. Yeah. They're the same, same size. So I used the 22 gauge and I was like, oh, cool. This isn't going to like, this isn't going to hurt as bad, whatever. Yeah. No, that was a lie. It was a lie. I told myself and I found out very quickly that I was wrong. Why? Um, I don't know. It hurts so bad. This is the worst pain that I have felt from a shot in the three months I've been taking it. That's crazy. It's not on which side? It's on the left okay, side. It's so still I'll sore. I'll make sure that I won't. Like, my shot is in 24 hours, and it's still sore from six days ago. Is it 24 hours? Whatever. You know what I mean. It's almost Friday. It's my, it might as well be Friday. Okay. So, um, well, Joey's mom told me that it was because I pushed the serum in too fast. Because right, it was I a more concentrated sh- area because it was a smaller needle. Right. 
And I was like, but I, I went slow, but then I was thinking about it, and I was like, nope, I just stabbed myself like it was a fucking EpiPen, like I always do. And I don't know why I do that, but here we are. See, I wish that I could have that same mindset. I didn't bleed, though. That's nice. Yeah. It's just I wish I had painful. the same mindset, because I literally... I'll have my needle, and I'll sit there, and I'll, in my head, I'll go, okay, one, two, fuck, <sighs> one, <laughs> two, no, and I do that, no. like, 50 times, I, no joke. I get so, if I sit there for that long, I get so much anxiety, I'm oh, I, shaking, I, I can't focus. Oh, I get anxiety through the fucking roof, so finally, I'm like, okay, I seriously want to go to bed and watch my fucking YouTube videos, can I just get this over with, so I'm like, okay, one, two, two, <laughs> but, but I always go at it fast, and I'm like, one, two, three, and then I pause right before I hit my skin, and then I go slow, I'm like, why the fuck do I do that, it's so pointless, it would be so much less painful if I would just, no, it wouldn't, let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you a story, but, but I always make sure that when I actually, like, push the serum in mm-hmm. I go real slow because I know yeah. that if I don't it'll hurt like a bitch and I'm not stupid <laughs> <laughs> just saying I'm just trying to get it over with man the, so I was even glad that I just took the shot in the first place because I woke up and I was like it's a great day to be alive you know singing the mantra in my head and I was like oh I get to relax and sleep in and blah 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 and then I rolled over to go back to sleep, and like mid, mid like, like sleep like fall, you're like fuck. Yeah, I woke up in a panic, and I was like, "Shit, it's shot day!" And then I jumped up real fast and gave myself and then a got shot. Dizzy. And then I was like, "Why? Why am I like this? What? I don't even understand." See, and I don't do mine until bedtime. Oh no, because I would wake up and my whole ass leg would be stiff. I don't have time for that. I gotta be moving around. Well, see, I feel like if... Because sometimes my legs will get shaky afterwards. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's not the best idea to give myself a shot and then go to deal with... Life? Bed kits. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not not a good combination. Yeah. I always take a shot... Well, mine are on Saturdays. I always forget. You take yours on Monday. But, um... I take a shower afterwards, and I usually end up sitting in the shower because I'm a child. And I, I usually sit in the shower, and I kind of, like, get my strength back and, like, calm myself down. And I'm like, okay, just took my shot. It's fine. Everything's fine. You're not going to die from a shot. Right. You'll be okay. You know how to give shots correctly. I've been trained. <laughs> well, and something... Well, and I've never been actually trained. Like, my doctor didn't even train me. I just know... Because I've done enough research, yeah. but nobody ever was like, okay, this is how you properly give a shot. Yeah, I mean, well, I worked, you know, I worked as a um, right a patient care tech for, what was it, seven years? Something like that. What sort of patients do you need for a patient care tech? Um, I got a CNA license and then like level one CNA and then through my different jobs different facilities they gave me certifications like um the specialty hospital that i worked for before i moved down here they offered all kinds of training courses and things like that so you can bump up um i got a 
I don't remember what it was called, but it was something through them. I mean, it was certified. Right. So it was like an actual, like, legit thing. It wasn't just like, oh, we'll train you the way we want you to be trained. It was like, they sent me to a place and, um, like, however many weekends in a row or whatever until I was done. And then I just tested and got my certification for it. Yeah. Um, but I would, I would do, like, um, Foley's and shots and right. Well, dressings fun, and stuff. Well, fun fact for all of our listeners out there, I am certified to be an ENT. However, my cert is expiring, and I'm trying to decide whether or not... You should keep it. Yeah, but the thing is, is I don't think I'll pass if I go at a test again. That's fair. Um, and, and I think that I've decided that I should keep it. I just am really apprehensive because I did my course, and it was hell. I mean, it was great, but yeah. it was hell on earth. Yeah. And so, I don't think that I could do that by myself and get all the information I need to. I need to, even though I still have the book and everything. So that's tough, man. People it don't is. realize EMTs like they they have a lot of information that have to go through their brains. Oh my god, yes. It and now I think they're they're turning it into an actual degree. So it's not a certification anymore. It's a full degree. So I basically took whole degrees worth of information in three months and crammed it into my head i don't know how but i I managed i helped my ex get his and it was a year it was a year-long program for that and then it was a year-long program to be a paramedic oh really mine was only three months yeah i know that's crazy do you know how long it took me to learn all oh it was miserable but i loved it it was it was great. Yeah, I do too. I miss it. I miss it. I I do too. I was watching um, while we were doing laundry the other day. Nine one one was playing on the TV in the background, and I was watching this dude who was a fire, uh, either EMT or paramedic, and and I was watching it. and I was like, "Fuck." Yep. Like, I low-key wish that I, like, I still had the ability to be in that position. Yeah, me too. It's rough to get I've the job. I've long surpassed that. Yeah. I don't necessarily think so. But now I think I'm a glorified babysitter. So am I. <laughs> okay, well, your job is, like, way more, like, actual babysitting. <laughs> Education. <laughs> yes. Children. Mine is also children, but I'm supposed to just be managing them instead of babysitting them. Which Fine. I feel like, I guess, two sides of the same coin, but... Yeah. All right. Um, so, Akitali sent us some articles. Yeah, she did. You want me to go first? Uh, yeah. Cool. So, I feel like we've talked about this a couple of times in the past and we keep getting updates and it's great I sense a little bit of sarcasm in your voice sir Pentagon to move forward on limits for transgender troops as final legal hurdle falls oh lord help us oh he has forsaken us 
So, basically, Tuesday, a new policy finally, like, passed. Do you think they just got tired of, like, saying no? And they were like, fuck it, yeah, just pass this one. <laughs> Maybe. They're just like, fuck, he's not going to give up. Right. Let's just, let's just say yes to this one that doesn't actually harm anybody. Except it harms a lot of people. Oh, I know, but in their minds. They don't think about anybody but themselves. Because it harms over 9,000 troops. Well, yeah. And so... But they don't think that that many people are... Right. So so you want to know what their their um, way to make it better is? Oh, I cannot wait. They, they're saying that... That we're weighing all of the options, but we're we're going to allow people to serve as long as they serve as the gender that they were assigned at birth. Or they've already completely transitioned yeah. and are stable. Stable? Well, like- <laughs> you know, the, there's the, the whole argument that, like, trans people are on hormones, so it makes, yes. them, so it makes them unstable. So- so basically, me and you could go up, and they'd be like, yeah, you can join, but you got to use your dead names, and, and you've got to be, like, with all female troops. Like, what the, what the fuck? I mean, TBH, like, being in a room full of women. Okay, I mean, let's no, not I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hold on, isn't that the whole argument against the whole bathroom thing yeah. don't don't feel that <laughs> i know i'm not, i was just i'm sorry it was a joke it was a badly written joke yes, in my head it was very badly written joke so but i mean under the assumption that you can't per- present masculine i'm assuming yeah because then i would have to be my dead name and take my binder off and like that's not okay yeah because you it it's just so fucked up just so fucked up and it's already wreaking havoc on the lives to dedicated transgender troops who now who must now face the grim choice of suppressing their identities or leaving service like see and that's the bullshit thing is that if they leave the service they get dishonorably discharged yeah fuck that yeah fuck y'all for that yeah man that is just bullshit yeah so angry so Trans people basically can't serve unless you're completely transitioned and have been transitioned for a certain amount of time that cis people decide is enough. Did you love that voice crack? Yeah, it was super cute. (laughs) That cis people decide is enough for them to be quote-unquote stable. Yeah, and so like I have read... I've looked so much into this, because like you and I talked before, we both considered going into the military at one point in our lives. Um, and I've, I've read up on it, and I've read what the actual troops believe, and what a lot of people who are in the military actually believe, instead of just these dumb fuck lawmakers. Right. Um, and the majority of them, I'm not going to say everyone, because some people are still living under a rock, but the majority of them are like... I don't give a fuck what gender you are. Right. As if, long you're gonna, as, if you're going to have my back on the field. On yeah. The, the as long field, as you have my back, I don't give a damn. Yeah. Like, like, I don't care. I don't care. Whatever, you know, whatever your situation is, as long as you can 
um, follow the the rules of the military and abide you know abide by those that situation and handle um, these intense situations the same way everybody else would. You know, I don't really care what you are. No, we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna. No, like, I'm gonna get out our there. heads are gonna explode, and we're yeah. gonna take off all our clothes and go streaking. Like, yeah. no, like, and we're just gonna like run out onto the battlefield and just be like, ah! you know. So like, I just I don't understand. Like, I don't know. And if anything, here's the deal. This is what makes me angry: is they let 18 year old boys boys into the military. Those boys have have testosterone raging through their system. Oh, absolutely absolutely raging way more and it is not a controlled environment like it is with trans guys no like our doctors specifically give us an amount of hormone every week just like that is constantly level and they check it like yeah and it's so it's not even on the like same cis guys so don't like, have to get their blood checked every three months right they just have all of their testosterone it's just like the floodgates open up and their system is just hello yeah and so, like, you, you let an 18-year-old boy out there... With a gun. With a gun, who can barely... Who who may or may not be trigger-happy. Right. <laughs> Just because he's fucking angry. Like, he's got so much hormones. And because y'all cis people suppress him and his feelings, he's angry as fuck as it is. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm going into super hypothetical situations. But that, that makes me very upset. Like... Uh, and even even eighteen year old girls, they have estrogen coursing through their veins right now too. That is also uncontrolled. But, but trans people, their hormones are level, and if it gets to be too much, the doctors knock the dosages down. But I want to know. I think my biggest issue is who's calling the shots. Cis people. Cis people. And why the fuck are White cis people cis men? Like, why the fuck are cis people calling the shots on this? Based like, on hypothetical situations. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Based on hypothetical situations, when we already have thousands, literally 9,000 <laughs> yeah. positive salu- like situations that have already gone through, and now they're like, oh, this is a problem. Like, what the fuck? Why yeah. is it a problem? Yeah, I agree. So, here's the deal. Now, here's the other side of this. I, as a trans person wholeheartedly understand that trans surgeries cost just like a whole lot of time and money i get absolutely that. and i wholeheartedly believe that if you are going to transition it shouldn't be part of your two-year sign-on no with the military absolutely i think not. that's bullshit because it's going to take you a year to recover from all that right especially if you're going to go through with all of it yeah um so i i understand that there should be some sort of clause where like if you are trans then you can either transition before you enter or you can transition after your first um two years the first two years or whatever you know whatever you sign on for um especially if it's a two-year sign on right it's a two-year sign on and you're going to take a year out to no that's but i cheating. also think that 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 could potentially be applicable for other situations other than trans situations because i feel like there are a lot of situations where people are like oh the military insurance is great i'm going to use them to pay my medical bills or go to school or go to school i know plenty of people who are like oh they're going to pay for my school i'm going to do my two years and then get out and 
But that, and so, like, so, and I, I know, absolutely, you are correct, 100%. But also, like, those people had to serve their two years. And so, trans people should also have to serve their right. full two years. I don't think you should get to take out a, a year or eight months or whatever to recover from a surgery for any reason. No, unless yeah. it's, unless it's emergency. But we are pretending like trans people are the only ones who join the military for personal gain. No, and I understand and that people. The... I understand that everyone does. Oh yeah. Nobody is like, yeah, I want to go protect blah, my country. Blah blah blah. What the fuck ever. Nobody does that, especially nowadays, and especially with this generation's kids. Like there's no, there ain't nobody out there doing that. Yeah. So everybody uses the military for their own personal gain. Wholeheartedly agree with that situation. But my point is solely that if you are trans in this situation, this is how I feel about it. As a trans person who wants to eventually go through these surgeries, I wholeheartedly disagree with entering the military and then taking immediately a of your, going to surgery. Yeah, and taking a portion of your two-year contract out or even four year contract out to oh four years is a little bit different that's a longer time frame but well, if you sign on for two years would be that if you're a trans person and you want to use it to transition then you sign on for a longer contract absolutely yes to or you complete so, a short contract first so i can understand lawmakers putting in some kind of bullshit clause for that wholeheartedly would back that up i would agree with that and most people would. It'd be better than soldier banning. next to you. So, he, I mean, and, and trans people shouldn't have, like, some kind of exception or, you know, whatever. That should be a blanket statement across everyone. Like, if you're in the military, unless it is a an emergency surgery with an emergency health issue. Right, like, unless. You can't have, like, a, a, a an elective surgery of any kind. Yeah. And so, like, the person next to you who served their two-year sentence and you're over here with your whole six months and, you know, like, I can understand where there would be some frustration there. But as far as, like, banning trans people and saying that they can't unless they sign on as their original, like, their birth-given everything, all that, gender, all that stuff, um, because you know, it's like, not that, just, that's bullshit. Because it's not just a gender marker. Yeah. It's... The dead name, it's the pronouns, it's everything. Yeah, it's even, like, the physical appearance. Yeah, and can you imagine just how much dysphoria that would come with? No. I feel like we might get a lot of fire for this one. Probably, but that's fine. Yeah. This is this is how, because I've had this conversation with lots of people. Oh, yeah. And over a lot well, of time, I, because... I used to work on a military base as a trans person right. out, and there was never a problem with it. Yeah. And so, like, and so, I mean, and most people don't have a problem with it, honestly. But as long as the extremists, lawmakers are extremists, and they are dumb shits. People who are, I think it's it's not even that they're dumb shits. It's really just that they're so far removed from the situation that they can't possibly logically make the decision because because it it has nothing to do with them there's no logic behind that sentence like there's no there's not there's no logic behind that law whatsoever but them not being in the military or a, as a, a trans person or 
close they're not close to the the situation they can't touch it they're yeah. not in it so i think that it's it's really easy for them to make rash decisions yeah or or to not fully understand the, the situation which is no fault not necessarily any fault of their own but i think that in that kind of situation they need to either make an effort to experience it themselves or make an effort to find somebody who is. Yeah. So take into account the amount of politicians that take stances on issues based on their like religious beliefs and the party that they're in. Yeah. Because a lot of them are just like if you had a one on one conversation with them where all of that was removed, they'd they'd be on your side. But they're like, Well, I'm with this XYZ party so I have to go this way. So I have to go this way. And I right. think that's where a lot of people fall into that. Which is bullshit anyway. But, so, I guess my other my other thing is that, like, I don't... The age group of our current politicians, all of them, they're all within the same age, ra- age range. Um, the age group are, like, that's the worst, the worst generation. I know they they really are. They're te- they're awful. Like so, example when I worked in the hospital, I'd have these eighty year old women who would have hip surgery, knee surgery, whatever, or both. These crazy women would get double hip surgery sometimes, and these little tiny brittle old ladies would just pop up out of bed. They would refuse pain medicine. They would refuse any kind of help whatsoever. They popped up out of bed the next day, and they were on about their... They were out of the hospital in two days. And then you got these 40, 40. 50-year-old people who cried like a baby, and they were just big tit bags about it. The same surgery. The same surgery. And you cannot tell me that 80-year-old lady's not in pain. Your pain level doesn't go away as you get older. It's the it's the opposite, in fact. Everything hurts all the time. And so these 40, 50-year-old people would stay in the hospital for a week or two at a time. And they would be on, they would be so drugged up that we couldn't get them out of bed. You can't get them out of bed. They can't go home. So they stay in the hospital for longer. And they were the worst patients we had. That entire generation. I'm looping them all in. They're all, yeah, all of them. They're all terrible but about a lot of things. Not just pain, but I'm just saying they're, that generation, they're a bunch of babies. I feel like it, it, and, they're very entitled. Yeah. And but, so they, they think... But they're also our parents' generation... The worst. To, like where, <laughs> to where they, they put that, their same expectations on us. Right. Why don't you own a house yet? Right. Have you seen the market? Like, do right. you see but what they then, But then, well, we'll be so, um, they get it to turn around and then say that we're so entitled. Yeah. And but see, that's, But that's what my point is, is that, like, the politicians in our current society, in the current situation that it's in, there are, most of them are within that age range. Yeah. And most of them are a bunch of tit bags. And and they yeah and they're rich and they feel like they own the world. Most of them are white men, and and they kind of do own the world. Yeah, and so they they feel like they can push their views on the world and how people should act. And 
on to other people. And so, like, that's that's my soapbox, and I'm done. And then they go on Fox and Friends and spread all the messages. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So, let's take a moment. Okay. I'm sorry. That topic makes me very angry. I, I am fully aware. And I feel like we might get a lot, a lot of fire for this. Um, we totally will... Absolutely respect all of your comments. Please let us know how you guys feel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I can take it. I mean, I I don't say these things expecting everyone. Yeah, I don't say it lightly. And I don't say it expecting everyone to just be like, you know what, Brandon? You are right. Right. Because that never happens. (laughs) Um, And definitely feel free to have conversations. Um, Please keep it respectful amongst everybody. Um, because at the end of the day, we're all here to educate and to be educated. Yeah. If you're going to trash talk trans people, just get out of here. I don't care about your opinion. Yeah. Well, and, and just on top of that, don't come at us or somebody else just saying your opinion is wrong. No, it's an opinion. (laughs) There is no right or wrong. You can voice your opinion and, and try to debate it one way or another, but you know, respect, respect is great. So, let's take a breath, calm our, <laughs> calm our blood pressure a little bit, lower it down a little, and what article do you have for us? I'm sorry, I was reading my beer. It's gluten-free. That's great. So, it's super healthy for me. I'm glad. That's sarcasm. <laughs> I know, it has all the extra sugar because it's gluten-free. Right. <laughs> 5,000 calories, but there's no gluten. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so on to my first article. Cool. <laughs> um, all right. So my first article says, oh, okay. It is broadly. I thought it was, I thought they were, um, what I was thought she they were taking me? photos for Google, but Google is inclusive anyway. They've yeah. already, they've always been. Yeah. Mm, they just lost their, um, what is it? sponsorship with uh, the human rights campaign or something like that. Really? Yeah, because they wouldn't take down a app that I think that it, it, it has something to do with um, conversion camps. Oh. And they were like, this is unhealthy and it's like a health risk to youth and we think you should take it down. So every other app provider like Apple and Microsoft like took it down. Yeah. Except for Google. Oh, okay. 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 I see you Google. As I read on (laughs) google.com. So my article is from broadly.com.vice.com. Just kidding. Um, and it says why we created a gender inclusive stock photo library. So basically uh they have a bunch of stock photos for right different things they get used on different sites and stuff like that um and they created an entire library of stock photos uh for gender inclusive people there are trans people there are non-binary people um and that's this entire library which like i think is really cool yeah i think that's dope um i think it's really cool that they created it and I think it's really cool that they're obviously taking a clear stance on right. the subject. Um, but I don't think that they needed to announce it necessarily. Like, so, so this, so this is really cool and this is a really, really good step and I'm all for it. But 
I personally believe that if we start making these more normalized and stop pointing things out like that, that it will just be more normal to people. Right. In the long run. And in, and they're kind of like tooting their own horn, but like, you know, they, they can. It's fine. They're probably think, the first... I think right now, at the stage where we're at, the, the websites and companies that that do awesome things are kind of allowed to to their own horn a little bit just because you know it is awesome like pat yourself on the back a little bit because you did a good thing but hopefully they're paving the way for a future where they don't have to post articles about oh look how awesome we are because we treat human beings like fucking human beings you know yeah well, and this one, this one is really cool. So there was something in the article that talked about, um, this, this, I'm going to read this entire paragraph. It says, transgender and non-binary people are likely more visible in mass media today, uh, than ever before in history, but they're often portrayed in ways that are misrepresentative and at times outright destructive because only 16% of Americans say they know a transgender person the majority of Americans understand what it means to be trans through the media they consume, making media imagery depicting transgender people particularly significant. Um, and I they, absolutely agree with that. Yeah, wholeheartedly agree with that as well. Um, and then this last statement in the second paragraph, it says, Trans people are rarely depicted as engaging with their communities or participating in public life which severely limits the range of experiences we imagine trans transgender people to have. So, what I think is really cool about this article is that they're like, we understand that trans people are not represented well in the media. And we're going to take that and we're going to put them in real life situations where they look happy and normal and healthy and everything is fine. Right, and they do everything that your normal average person does because... because they're normal, average people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I, I absolutely love that. Just kidding. Transgender people have ascended into the heavens. We're and extremely we no unstable. Have, and we no longer have to use the bathroom or go to the grocery store. Or pay taxes. Or pay taxes. Because we don't hate, exist. Hate to break it to you. But yeah. this is fact. So. Um, but I think I think it's really cool that, uh, that they are like, let's take these people who are normal people and deal with normal everyday things and, and let them, them deal with normal everyday things. Yeah. And take pictures of them. And the person taking the picture is also part of their community. Um, I don't know. His name is Zachary. I don't know what. It's cool though, that they got somebody from the community to portray yeah he's kind of in charge of the whole project and they have like a gender collection it's like 180 photos 15 different families or people um in in the library which i i think it's fantastic and i think yeah it's great um it's hopefully gonna, we can add more yeah and it's gonna set examples for other uh, companies to start doing the same thing and to start normalizing things like this and i understand you know they're gonna toot their own horns for a little while um which is momentarily necessary. Yes. Um, but I, I hope for a future so much where... growth that these are just normal things that people don't have to write articles about. Right. Um, no, I think that that's great. I, 
I think that it will definitely pave the road for hopefully, hopefully that it won't be necessary to, like I said, post an article about it, but also to where they can just, sorry, I was trying to hold it in for so long, but also where they can just expand on the project that they've already created without bringing attention to the fact that they've expanded. Yeah. They just add more photos as they get more photos and it's great. And that's that just like they do with everything else. Cause they're not like posting a photo or posting an article about, Oh, just so you guys know, we added 20 new pictures of puppies. They're great. Check them out. They're just puppies doing puppy things. Like, no, they don't do that. And you know what's really funny is they probably went through the same type of situation. Not them. Maybe not broadly specifically, but these types of companies go through the same thing where they're like, hey, look, we uh, encompassed an interracial couple in our photos. Right. And things like that. And so now we're starting to see commercials with interracial couples and like it's not a big deal and they don't make like you know they're they're not like they don't have the light shining on them and stuff like that right like that's become more normal which i think is fantastic it's absolutely amazing but that's gotten to the point where especially interracial couples there's gotten to the point where people don't talk about it anymore because it's much more normalized than it ever used to be um and so that's that's my hope for this situation with trans well with Anybody. With everything. Just, yeah. We're, we're all just people. People, yeah. But yeah. Alright, I'm going to give you a choice for your next article. Do you want to win or do you want a bummer? Yeah, hit me with a bummer. I'm <laughs> in the mood to debate stuff. Alright. <laughs> this one, this one's um, really present right now. Okay. Um... So, you know, probably, like, anyway. Anyway. So, you wanted a bummer. Um, so, for the, for the random cut here, uh, sorry, we had a hardcore sidebar nation, and we got distracted. So, we're back. We're um, back. And I bet you missed us. Um... So you wanted another bummer. Yeah. It's great. So so you remember a couple of years ago when, no, I think you will, (laughs) when everybody was boycotting a certain uh, fast food chain who's closed on Sundays because they said... Oh, yes. I was actually going to make a comment about them today. Okay. On this this podcast. Yes. So, so I have a fun, a fun article about them. Cool. Chick-fil-A donated millions to anti-LGBTQ charities. Records show. Yeah. So that's that's actually exactly what I was going to talk about. That's funny that you brought that up. So. Continue. So we know that Chick-fil-A, like, everybody knows we love us some Chick-fil-A sauce. And chicken. Okay, However, I really just only like their fries, but that's fine. Really? Oh, I, I could drink their Chick-fil-A sauce. It's the only place that has diet lemonade, and that makes my soul happy, so I'm really sad they pulled this bullshit. But, but, the, but they didn't just pull it once. This is something that's been happening yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Okay. That nobody knew about. So, so basically... 
what has happened is so a what couple of years was. a couple of years ago Chick-fil-A was like yeah we don't support gay marriage which I mean everybody already kind of is not stupid we put two and two together they're closed on Sundays they're super like religious we kind of figured that you weren't <laughs> that you weren't super happy right. about gay people right. but they like came out and said it and then you know there was a whole bunch of people who were like no we're never gonna eat there again six months later they're, um, they're sneaking fries in and shit. Yeah, yeah. So fake gays. I extra see you. Trips to Chick Fil A to support them were simultaneously boycotting Starbucks for being pro LGBT. So yeah, you know. So that was the whole thing. Because of their cups. So Chick Fil A released their tax uh-huh. stuff, and it showed that they donated nine point nine million dollars to charity. Which is insane. Like, that's a lot of money. Okay, first of all, can we talk about why there's, like, a whole ass, like, anti-LGBT charity? Like, that? you're literally forming a giant hate group. Well, okay, hold on. Before you, before, before we get into it. So, so when I first heard, oh, Chick-fil-A donated however much money to, because I just saw, like, little clips like little like snapshots of of this problem happening and i was like well shit now now i'm not allowed to eat at chick-fil-a <laughs> yeah like, like that's kind of because but i feel like there's there's two there's two different anti-lgbt charities you know there's there's the charities that are like yeah we do scrapbooking but we're we're kind of not super happy about the gay marriage and then there's and then there's other charities that are like Run yeah hell. yeah we we fund conversion therapy like <laughs> yeah. like there's two solidly different so like i'm not saying that one is worse than the other but but i'm not Sorry. saying that one's not worse than the other either like so yeah so so they released their taxes and so they donated a total of nine point nine million dollars to charity, which is an insane number. Like that's a lot of fucking money. Yeah, it is. And one point eight million of it went to three groups who n- n- are known to discriminate against LGBT people. Perfect. So the one that they donated to the most is called the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. <laughs> and they are a sports camp for school programs and inner for inner city youth. And like that's fine. Except that camp leaders, just camp leaders are required to sign a statement of faith, quote, statement of faith, prior to being admitted, saying, uh, and the the nine-point contract includes a sexual purity statement <laughs> that prohibits heterosexual sex outside of marriage and any homosexual act. So basically the same thing you have to sign if you want to uh, be on staff for a church right so basically don't have sex before marriage and don't ever have gay sex check check done (laughs) so i mean yeah same but um (laughs) 
Never had sex. Never had gay and, sex, especially. And That's a, a sin. A second bullet on the contract states that marriage is exclusively the union of one man and one woman. <laughs> so, the thing this is... is comical. Chick-fil-A notes that camp participants aren't required to sign the pledge. Okay. Just the staff they wouldn't is. have any participants. Like, just the staff it's, is. It's not just the camp. Because when we were at TJC, they had this. And it was basically understood that you, like, agreed to align yourself with all of their beliefs if you participated. Oh, this just says that it's a sports camp for school programs for inner city youth. Yeah, they definitely had a booth at TJC for student athletes. Interesting. Um... Like, I'm not saying that this excuses them by any means, but I mean, all of the people who are required to sign the pledge are old enough to make that decision. Yeah. And are old enough to form their own opinions, you know? So, I mean, while yes, it's not the greatest thing in the world, do I think that it's the worst thing ever not necessarily and i might and i might get a lot of like lash for that but but i mean it could be a hell of a lot worse is is all i'm saying okay so here's my here's my take on it i think i think it's bullshit i think um first of all anybody can sign that piece of paper that doesn't mean they're telling the truth. Absolutely, because who didn't sign the whole? Uh, what did you? Ha- what did we have in school for the the, the- abstinence? Oh no, bullshit. the drugs. Oh what yeah, what was it also called? That. Dare. Dare. Who had yeah. dare? <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. So okay. So my other point is: first of all, anybody can lie about that. Second of all, you're asking people to deny who they are. Third. Um, I do think it's bad because these camps and these charities, quote-unquote charity charities, are meant for good things. This isn't a good thing. Yes. Um, but these charities and these, these uh, organizations and stuff, they support conversion therapy, which is shit. Which, by the way, side note, uh, Colorado became the 16th state in the United States to ban conversion therapy. Dope. Just another reason to move to Colorado. Move to Colorado. Yeah. Like it's selling. So, anyway, uh, back to this shitty situation. Um, these camps support this conversion therapy, which just, like, as someone who's kind of been through that, like, you understand how shitty that is. Oh, yeah, and, for sure. Um, so, I just, I, I don't know. I think it's just a bunch of bullshit. And this, this whole Chick-fil-A thing, like, um, fuck y'all, by the way. So, I'm not going to lie. I used to sneak in... Uh, a bag of fries in every now and then and I would stop for because they have Coke Zero not a lot of places do right um that yeah but Joey gets mad at me all the time for supporting them and I no longer will I read this article and I legit was like yeah I'm not I can go somewhere else and get fries and chicken that don't support conversion therapy. Basically, they're literally just basically just supporting conversion therapy. Right. And you can you can cut it any way you want to, but that's that's the end result. Oh, and absolutely. And I'm not and I am by no means trying to cut it a different way of saying that oh, they're not actually guilty of of discrimination. Yeah. I'm just 
maybe saying that they're not they're not as bad as I think some people are making it out to be. It, it, like, sure. The situation is not as bad as some people are making it out to be. Right. You know. And um, I, I agree with so in my I don't know. I just I think it's a bunch of bullshit. I think uh, I want to start doing a lot of research. I don't actually make the time for this but I'd really like to start doing a lot more research and figure out which businesses I support on a regular basis do actually support these things or don't support these things or what right. their stance is. Um, um, because uh, these things are becoming more important in my life um, more than they ever have before. start from an employment standpoint. You know, we had a conversation at support group about this where um, they, they actually discourage LGBT people from working at places like Chick-fil-A and Hobby Lobby yeah. Because they are so Christian based that anyone who who is LGBT working there would feel uncomfortable because they definitely push their, you know, like, okay, let's all pray before we open this morning. And yeah. Just be like, uh. And see, that's the thing, too, is like, they don't want people pushing the gay agenda, but y'all make everyone pray before a shift and y'all push your beliefs on people and then you support multi-million dollars worth of charities to to organize it. I'm not even going to call it a charity. To an organization that does basically just enables conversion therapy and, and, and enables discrimination against an entire group of people. I just right. and so I can't wrap was, my mind around that. That was the biggest bulk of their money. It was 1.6 out of the 1.9 um uh, fifteen. Uh, one hundred and fifty thousand was to Salvation Army, and ooh. And they also like it also says out there what the bad points about Salvation Army. Right. Um. Well, I mean, I Salvation Army has a long history of anti-LGBT stuff. Yeah. Um, and they discriminate against transgender patients. And uh, Salvation Army director in Australia said that gay people deserve death, although that they quickly backpedaled from that statement. It was still said. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Um, the, um, governor in Florida or whatever is that dude with the eyes here said the same thing. The big guy. Most people have, have eyes. You know what I'm talking about, like the weird, like the. <laughs> I'm not trying to like talk about his physical features. He can't help it, but that's the only way I can describe him. I'm just giving you a hard time, dude. The, the guy, the dude. The you guy. know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we I talked know. about him. I know. <laughs> um, and the last one, they donated six thousand. Uh, was to the Paul Anderson Youth Home. Although Chick-fil-A has said that they they stopped donating to them because they don't um, create a welcoming environment to all. So they no longer supported them. Chick-fil-A doesn't have a welcoming environment to all. I'm fully aware. Okay. So they only only got to... 
So they only got to they only got to six thousand dollars um before they they said that they didn't they no longer supported it. But it is a Christian residential home for troubled youth and it teaches boys that same sex marriage is quote rage against Jesus Christ and his values end quote. <laughs> Oh boy. Um okay. so this is in an article about Chick-fil-A. So I, So so basically okay. it's just describing the three people the three quote charities that Chick-fil-A donated to that were the the anti LGBT charities. Um and again, by no means is it okay. By no means should we continue to support Chick-fil-A until they decide to change its their stance, they I think. Won't. I know that they won't. But okay. Like I can dream. Sure. But but think about it in this aspect. And yes, some companies do change and they do grow and things like that. But think about all the money that they have put into Oh, I know. Trying to ban the LGBT community. Just in it just as a community. Oh, I know. Like they're um, just trying to banish the community as a whole. So I like I don't think after hearing about all this cuz I knew in the back of my mind that it was kind of fucked up for me to support Chick-fil-A in any way, form or fashion to right. begin with, but hearing about this and like seeing it on paper and seeing the numbers and things like that like I will never be able to, in my mind, justify supporting them ever again. Even if they did turn around. Even if they gave the $9 million straight to the human rights campaign. Like, I I will never be able to wrap my mind around how an entire corporation can support discrimination against an entire community. I, I just, I don't understand that. Well, and I think even if they did, you would be like, okay, what's the play? Like, what's right. your angle? Like, what are you getting out of this at this time? I, I still think that people are allowed to grow. Sure. Um, yeah, but if tomorrow I don't, they came out and were like, okay, now we're gonna support LGBT people, you would be like, uh, seems fishy. Uh, unless they oh, yeah. hands or something like that, where it was like, now it's a different owner different CEO, whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I, I understand and I, I I agree with you. I don't think that support will ever be the same. Um, nor will I ever continue to support them. I think that, you know, people are always allowed redemption, which we shouldn't forget about. There's been plenty of people um who have said things in the past because of a certain time and then they come come forward 20 years later and like I'm sorry for the things that I did in my past I was a different person I've changed sure. since then like that, that that's allowed you're allowed to to grow and and educate yourself and be a better person and that's Don't the ever, hope yeah, that's, that's that, the hope for that us. absolutely is the hope about Kevin Hart or <laughs> <laughs> not to name any names but <laughs> well and I think Kevin Hart is one who handled it very, very gracefully. Yeah. Um, but but that is a situation where, you know, 
things were said in the past because it was, quote, acceptable at the time. Right. Changing Every, with the times. Everyone was doing it. Yeah. It was the catchy lingo. It was societies said it was okay, you know, whatever. You're allowed to grow as a person and educate yourself and be like, oh, shit, I fucked up. Yeah. And, and apologize uh, and, for that. Sure. And change your viewpoints. And that Yeah, absolutely. And so here's the thing. Let me, let me put this as my example in my brain. Like, this is what my... This is how I handle this processes so let's say my mom calls me tomorrow and she says i'm sorry that i didn't support you before i love you um you know you're my child and i don't want to completely ruin a relationship with you because of um blah 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 abc right down the list i'm not going to look at her and be like all is forgiven we're best friends again like that's just not how that's gonna work it's gonna take a lot of time a lot of effort and a lot of proving that you're gonna back up what you say i think that that is one way that me and you differ um i am all too forgiving yeah um and i and i know that that is is something that i have a tendency to do and i have very loving supporting friends who kind of help keep me in check because i do i wear my heart on my sleeve and i like to see the best in people sure um and i do and i and i wouldn't i wouldn't say that it's a fault but it's definitely not the greatest thing in the world where if you hit me in the face and then said you were sorry i would forgive you immediately like right i'm just that type of person that's how bentley is too yeah that's how my son is So so i think that if my mom like if I came out and it ended as terribly as yours did, like it probably will. And then a year later, my mom was like, oh yeah, I'm so sorry. I'd be like, okay, yeah. do you want to get dinner? Like, <laughs> yeah, see, no, I've, I used to be like that. And I've just gotten, I've gotten so worn down with things and people in my life that I, and I just, let, I let people walk all over. Me. I used to, I don't anymore, obviously. Um, but I used to let people walk all over me. And so like that situation and with this Chick-fil-A situation, like if you're going to take a stance and then you're going to, let's just act like Chick-fil-A is actually going to come out and apologize for this in a few years because they're not going to but let's act like they will right um they come out and apologize for probably enabling thousands of kids to be exposed to conversion therapy um they can't undo that damage and i cannot and will not try to wrap my mind around oh well now we just want to be accepted because i don't know if y'all know but the gay mayor somewhere in some state somewhere is running for president this year. That's dope. Yes, I just see that. Yeah. <laughs> so that was actually something else I was going to talk about. So this this campaign run, and I know we're not a political podcast, but um, this is very today. important. And I am encouraging everyone I know to educate yourself. I don't. I do care who you vote for, but I'm not going to push my political beliefs on you. I want you to be educated. Yeah, make an educated choice. And don't so, just vote for a party. For God's sake, please do not just vote for a party. Right, or don't. against the gender. Yeah. Because that happened. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we ended up with. <laughs> yeah. And so um, so I'm, I'm encouraging people to educate themselves. So let's just say 
for shits and giggles because we know it's not actually going to happen. But this gay guy gets presidency. Which would be amazing. That would be fucking amazing. But it's not It's not going to happen. We're not, America's not ready for that yet. Um, Please, America. A, a woman in the presidency. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then when we did have a black guy in the presidency, it... Everybody uh, hated him. Yeah. And or so... Or they spent half their time trying to still prove that he was not American. Right. Born in Kenya. Yeah, because racism is a thing. So... Honestly, can you wait for the day that America's ready for a trans president? No. I, I want it to happen today. Oh, I know. It'd be amazing. Um, Could you imagine if that followed Trump? Like, imagine oh the slap God. in the face. <laughs> but, so, so my point with that anyway. is that, like, this company withdraws all of their statements saying, blah, 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 blah. We apologize. We don't want to, we don't want to offend anyone anymore. Well, you, you still did. For you still did. And you still contributed years. to all of those people being permanently damaged for the rest of their lives. Absolutely. And and like I said, I I don't think that there will ever be a time where I can support Chick Fil A because it just it's not okay. Right. If and if they apologize, great. Please grow as people. Please educate yourself. Yeah. I will be first in line to try to help you. Like, please. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, actions have consequences. Yeah. You know, you you kind of fucked up big. Yeah. And so, like, I can't get mad at people, especially people in the LGBT community who support Chick-fil-A, because I did up until, like, what, I brought Zolly Chick-fil-A, like, three weeks ago. Um, But very shortly after that, I found out about all this, and the numbers, saw the numbers and all that stuff, and I'm just like, I I can't, I can't. Yeah. And I don't know if I will ever be able to. Okay. Now, let's take another deep breath. I told let's, you I was ready to fight. Let's lower <laughs> our blood pressure. Let's take some blood pressure medication. Did you bring yours with you? I know you have problems with that. Are you feeling <laughs> a little warm? No wonder your head hurts. Your blood pressure must be high. Um, what's your last? Or is this um, your second? I went first, so this is your second one. Yeah, I'm not. I, we're probably not gonna have time to go wrong because I'm feisty tonight. So you are feisty. You got a lot of fight in you today. Yeah, I do. Um, so this is another hefty oh, subject. Great. Um, we don't. We don't have to talk about it if you don't want. No, to. let's do it. All right. So this one is DallasNews.com because we live in Texas, and Texas is great. Just like. I don't know. Texas is, is honestly Texas is, is not the worst in the world. No, like it's not. I feel like like I have a mixed feeling. Yeah, slowly but surely they're progressing. Yeah, I feel like I have mixed feelings about Texas. Yeah, I feel like yes, they're like I feel like a lot of the the core beliefs are very Christian because we're at the center of the Bible Belt, mm-hmm. but. But while the the core beliefs are very Christian, there is an innate also core value of of this Southern hospitality, which goes against every fiber of their being to be mean to anybody. Um, so typically, people are pretty nice. Yeah. Generally. Yeah. Knock knock on wood. Like let's hope nothing bad happens tomorrow. Right. Except yeah. It. Sorry. Anyway, so 
this, the title of it says LGBT Texans. Should be LGBTQ plus. Anyway, uh, LGBT Texans faith groups turn out for emotional debate on religious refusal bill. Um, I read through this article. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read it word for word because it's a lot and it's very confusing. And if you don't know how to read bills and you don't know what's going on, you okay. have no idea what this says. So, so I'm gonna be totally honest with with you and with anybody who's listening. If anybody's listening, yeah. Um. I'm not one of those people who who can read bills. I'm not either, generally. So, so you just read the title and asked, like, huh? Yeah. That's um, what I thought. So when Dolly sent me this, because I, I read it the other day, and I was like, what the hell? Somehow this just went to you're my You're going to have to exit and reopen. <sighs> I don't even know what happened. Um, you so, one? So, uh, Zali sent me this article and I had to read it like three times because I was like, what does this say? See, I wish that, I wish that, uh, but they do that on purpose. They do. I wish that politicians would just like fucking speak like regular people because it just, but that would make everything clear and concise and easily understandable, which is not what they want. I know. And, and it's, it's a pain in my ass. Yeah. And and I feel like it's a pain in a lot of people's asses who, who I feel like are generally very well educated, but are just not trained to understand this type of communication because it is a specific type of communication. Um, it's almost its own language, and you really have to know your shit to know how to to speak and understand it. So if you don't, you're really stuck trying to figure out, okay, am I for this? Am I against this? I don't really know. I'm just going to vote whatever. Yeah. You know, and you should never do that. Yeah. And okay. I think that they do it on purpose to try to confuse you. Absolutely, they do. So just the beginning of the article says, Austin, this happened in Austin. Uh, Texas lawmakers waded back into the subject of LGBT rights Monday, debating a bill they said would protect freedom of religion and gay rights groups likened to state-sanctioned discrimination. So, let me unpack a little bit of this. Um, There's a group trying to pass a law that's basically saying um, the right of refusal for religious reasons cannot get them fired. So, like, uh, a cake bake baking company refuses you and Sally because you guys are queer uh, and they can't lose their jobs for that. But it's also, they're also trying somehow to pass laws for anti-discrimination against gays simultaneously in the same bill. It's very confusing. Very, very confusing. Because, like, that is discrimination. <laughs> but... It's it's a very narrow and a very specific type of discrimination that they're trying to get around. And the bill got denied, needless to say. They were like, no, this is dumb. Um, I don't exactly know who they are, but this panel of people who vote on these things, who obviously have nothing to do with real-life people like you and me, um, they tried to pass this bill, and they were like, no... Uh, that's not going to work. So they were saying, like, um, those people can't be fired for 
discrimination for religious reasons. But also they were saying, mm, that's still, still kind of borderline discrimination. Like, we can't really... Borderline? Yeah. That's what the article is saying. They, they, they can't really, like, cover that up, basically. After, like, reading the seven pages, the, they decided that it was um, too... Uh, too openly discriminatory <laughs> to pass the bill. So. So, first, bad on them for proposing the bill because it sounds like it was just bullshit. Yeah. But second, good on the other them for having at least some semblance of common sense sure. to say, what the fuck? Yeah, it's it's a very weird situation. So they're basically they're saying you can express your religious rights, um, you have the freedom to do so. But on the other side of that, uh, they also have the right to express their gayness. Well, like I have, I have so many, so many things, so many feelings, and so many thoughts. Like, like. I think it's that thing we were talking about before where I think that they're scared to pass certain things because it'll open the door for more things to follow. Yeah. Like, absolutely. my thing is, is like, more yeah, I'm, discrimination. like, I'm queer. You know what? I'm also religious. Yeah. There's a very small portion of the population who falls under both of those categories. And... What what about the what about the Christians who Support. discriminate against other religions? Yeah, like somebody who, who's Muslim. Because not every religion is against LGBT people. Exactly. So let's say someone who's Muslim comes in and asks for the cake, can they then dem- discriminate against them? But then they're expe- expressing their own religion. So so where does that... Like, it's, it's just... It seems so stupid. Yeah. So basically... Like, they, didn't, so- it, like they started... They started a thought process and then didn't think it through and were like, yeah, that's great. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. But they didn't really think about it. So... So the problem is, is that, um, religious, quote unquote, religious people, I don't know what that encompasses. I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm assuming Christians, but that's me assuming things. It didn't, the article didn't specifically talk about Christianity. It talked about religion and it talked about not being fired for religious purposes. And it also went on to say that, um, not every state has laws in place, um, for, anti-discrimination like some businesses can in texas specifically yeah um per this article uh, businesses are allowed to turn people away for being trans or gay or i didn't know that um yeah and so that's that's still legal in this state and it's still um, perfectly okay you can get you uh, so same sex marriage is legal nationwide but um more than half of the states can still deny it as a recognizable law-abiding marriage. And Texas is one of them. Texas is a state that basically can say, oh, you have this piece of paper that is not valid here, so fuck off. Hey, I can tell you, I bet bet Colorado isn't. I'm just just saying. (laughs) 
<laughs> Actually, I know Colorado isn't, okay, but... but... We were talking earlier this week about how um, Hannah Hart tweeted out that that her and her fiancé were having a really hard time planning their wedding. Yeah. Because so many companies can still say, nah. And because they're not inclusive, so everything is very gendered. Yeah. And everything's like, what's the bride's name? What's the groom's name? And they're like, there's two brides. Yeah. And they have to explain that every, every single time. time. Yeah. So I was like, and we're talking about people who live in L.A. Uh-huh. Which is like the most like liberal city that there is. Yep. We need to work on that. That's what I'm saying. I was like, oh. Let's open a business. We're getting into wedding planning, Brandon. Oh, hell yeah. I am so down. Oh, seriously? Absolutely. Absolutely, I'm down. Okay, you're in it with that Kitsali. I was kidding. I'm out. (laughs) I will get ordained and I will do, I will uh, uh, officiate the weddings myself. See, see, I wouldn't be able to do that because do you guys hear how much I stumble over my words in a fucking podcast and I'm not even talking to people. I would just get up there and be like, queerly beloved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are gathered here to gay. <laughs> oh, God. And then th- that's it. That's That's all I have to say. And then just kiss each other, you're good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Only if you also do that thing that the other lady does, where if their parents don't come to the wedding, you will also walk them down the aisle. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah oh, absolutely. dude, I'll walk... It's going to be a whole show. I'll walk somebody down the aisle, for sure. Yeah. See, you could be I the stand-in s- aisle walker. Yeah, for you sure. You don't even have to say anything to anyone. I can totally rock a suit. Yeah. And a cute bow tie. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. I've seen you in a bow tie. You're very cute. And super gay. Yeah, you are. That was never in debate. <laughs> I just need to make sure all the all the listeners, all all two of them, need to know how gay I am. Yes. Um. So, but yeah. Anyway. So, back to reality. Uh, no, ooh. reality sucks. I don't. I don't want to go back. Um. Can I cheer us up? Yeah. Please do, God. So, I mean. I, I feel like this, this last one's a little bittersweet, but mostly cheery. <laughs> My life. <laughs> um, actually, I have two more. I can slice me a lot. So, a transgender teen who is uh, gender non-binary? Yes. Gender neutral. Mm-hmm. Gender neutral. Um... Got so was originally told that he couldn't run for prom king. Okay. Because for that, fuck them for that. Because he was assigned female at birth. Mm. However, he got he won gender neutral prom title. Which was Um, which was was royal. royal knight. But a night is okay. Not always. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Um, I'll which, take the win. Which I think is super dope. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and he was—he wasn't the first one to win Royal Night. I think he was the second. That's even better. Um, his name is Dex, and I think it's super dope. Anyway. Yeah. Little little bit of cheery. That's fantastic. Good. Um, Great job, Dex. 
You'll and probably never hear this, but I'm but very great happy job. for you. Yeah. Proud of you. Also, I love your name. I should have... You know what? I legit, like, the other day, I was like, man, I absolutely love the name Declan. I should have I should have changed my name to Declan. You it's should. It's not too late. Okay, but it took me, like, six months to get everyone on Brandon, so... It All right, Declan. Like two minutes to get on board with Brandon. Okay, but you're progressive and shit. Not everybody <laughs> is. All right, nice to meet you, Declan. I'm calling you I Declan from now on. I absolutely so, love that name. It's so yeah. Irish. It, it is. is, and and it'll fit your beard. <laughs> exactly. Fully red. Yeah, in 18 years. <laughs> Dude, in like two months. What are you talking about? Mine's gonna take 18 years. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, I am, because you said I was a hairless rat. So shut up. I did, actually. <laughs> okay, somebody said it. That's amazing. Yeah. Those are pieces of shit. Look at this. You love us. Yeah, fuck you. I gotta trim that shit. Like, like, it's out of control, man. It gets caught in my binder, and I'm like... Like, no, fuck yeah. off. It hurts. Like, look... I thought I so at first I thought it was like pinching my skin when I put the binder on, and then I realized last week that it was actually just pulling my armpit hair. That's awesome. So my last one kind of won't load, Loki, because my phone has been acting up. However, I can give us a because I I mean I've already read them. I can give us a brief like synopsis. Oh, I thought we were ending on that. Royalty. No, I forgot. Okay. I could tell they sent me another one. And this one this one can be short too. So so you remember how last week or last two weeks, whatever. Last episode, we said I totally said that I would climb Brandon Murray like a tree. Yeah. Um I totally stand by that statement as he is winning an award for his LGBTQ youth advocacy. That is fantastic. I know. So apparently, I mean, Brandon Erie, obviously, pansexual, super great, amazing. I love him. Um, he sells pride flags at all of his events. He sings at least one song parading around in a pride flag. Super dope. Yeah. Um, side saying, note, Brandon Erie and Haley Kyoko on stage, both with pride flags. Like, gayest shit ever. Anyway, continue. I know. He's getting the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network's Inspiration Award. Yes. Yeah. And so he is getting it for helping educate K through 12 graders who want to start their own GSAs in their schools. Cool. So he's helping cool, cool, them cool. go, go like educate themselves, form good meetings, yeah. make like smart decisions. Last year, Yuri pledged one million dollars to Glisten through his Highest Hopes Foundation to provide resources for the uh, GSAs. That's fantastic. I know. Great job, Brandon. So it just it it kind of just adds another of his many tally marks for how amazing Brandon Yuri is, and just makes him more attractive. Not that he needs help. No. I mean, I could just shower him with compliments all day. I could just I thought follow- you were, I thought you were just going to end the sentence that I could just shower him. I could just shower him. <laughs> <laughs> so. I could, I, I would totally be happy with just having the job of following Brandon Yuri around and telling him how great he is all of the time. Okay. Because he is. I, anyway. You can't 
become like a stalker paparazzi person. That's no, true. no, I, I like want to get paid. I mean, right? only if they come out with good photos. I think. Have you met you? You would get close enough to get a good photo. Would I? All the time. Okay. Apparently, I haven't met me. <laughs> That's weird. Um, anyway, so, so while we're speaking of uh, celebrities, can we talk about Sam Smith? Yeah, we can talk about Sam Smith and how awesome he is. He came out as non-binary. I know. Did we talk about that? Yeah, we talked about it last week. Did we? Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, we did. It oh, was my article. Well, we can still talk about it more. He's gotten so much shit for coming out as long I know. And it makes me so sad. But at the same time, like, super, super proud of him. And also, like, that's... Well, didn't he get a lot of shit when he came out as gay? Well, yeah. So, poor guy. He's just getting a lot of shit in general. But, I mean, honestly, I'm gonna be totally real. Shameless, we totally own one of his records. So we can play on our record player. And we are in love with him. As everyone should be. Because he, he's kind of voice of an angel. Well, yeah, he does. He's fantastic. I know. And he still uses he, him pronouns. So yes, he cool. does. Um, but because he's gender non-binary, he definitely says that he feels a fluidity between masculine and feminine and mm-hmm. feeling just as feminine as he does masculine. But he does stick with uh, male pronouns. Yeah. And that's what... Um, so I saw uh, Rhea Butcher in... Um, she's a comedian... They're a comedian. Yes. Uh, they're non-binary, but she she interchanges she and with they. they. Okay, cool. Um, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. And so uh, they made a lot of jokes about that on her set, on their set. See? it's You can interchange them. Well, so does um, Ash Hardell. Yeah. Um, and it was so funny because there was just like a, a, a cis couple, like the only cis couple in the whole group. <laughs> uh, and their children at this and I'm like what part of 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 Rhea Butcher makes you f- think it's okay to bring your ch-? anyway so yeah. you're a cis couple with your cis kids like well, I don't uh, I don't understand but anyway yeah. so uh, who am I to judge I don't, I don't care why they were there uh, they my entertainment came from the fact that they didn't laugh at any of her jokes oh. and I was like this is what you you literally paid for this this is what you get for being you. I don't understand how they ended up there, but I, I don't either. But I didn't ask questions, and so oh, my, my entertainment, my entertainment the whole night was like Macy and I were just like, look at these straight people. Look how they're not laughing at this hilarious joke. That's awesome. Fuck you, cis people. Um, did you see the thing about Sophie Turner and how she's interviewed recently about her sexuality? Do you know who that is? She's on Game of Thrones, and she's engaged to Joe Jonas. Yes, 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 okay. Um, she came out and said that um, she would fall in love with any person, whether they were male or female, mm-hmm. and just because she's engaged to Joe Jonas doesn't mean that she's straight, and her, like, quote or whatever that everybody got hung up on was that uh, she loves a soul, not a gender. Oh, that is cute. Cute, 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 cute. Okay, so while we're talking about this, I know we need to wrap it up, but I just want to mention this. Billie Eilish. Do y'all know who yes, she is? Yes, she's super weird. She's so weird, but she's so good. Okay, so yes. the other night I was 
uh, not sober. <laughs> and I listened to her for about 12 hours. Yeah. Uh, nonstop. <laughs> Mind you, she doesn't have 12 hours worth of music out yet. But uh, somehow I made it work. That didn't stop you. <laughs> no, no, it didn't. Uh, and she's got a new single out. It's called I Kind of Wish You Were Gay or I Wish You Were Gay. Yes. Uh, and in the song, she's basically saying, I have a crush on you and you denied me because you don't like me. And I wish it was more of because you were gay and not because of me. Which, like, I, I totally understand the song. I'm not offended by it. She did go on air and apologize if it offended anyone. Which I thought was great for her. Which I also, like, not only did I listen to 12 hours of her music, but I also watched every interview she's ever been in for some reason. I don't know where my mind was, but it was in a dark place, apparently. Um, but I, I'm absolutely in love with her. And uh, I think her music musical talent is absolutely amazing. But also, like, her stance on life. She's extremely intelligent, and she's also just like, do whatever, man. Like... Who fucking cares what you are or who you are? But in the song, she was basically saying, like... And I know this isn't her coming out. And I know this is not her saying, like, she's pansexual or anything like that. But she's basically saying, like, I wish you would fall in love with me for my soul and not, you know, like, whatever. And so, like, I don't know. I just... Whatever. I thought she was really cool. And that song specifically, she was she did not mean to offend anybody by it. Um, she just meant like, I wish you liked me, and I wish you, or I wish you didn't like me because you were gay and not because you don't like me. Which I thought, I thought that was really funny. I haven't heard the song, but I saw a headline that talked about it. I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. And I, I did want to bring that to attention because I'm sure she's probably going to get a lot of shit for that. Even though she did already. She released the song not long ago and she already came out and apologized for it. But, um, yeah. Anyway, it was completely irrelevant to everything in the world. Cool story, bro. Thanks. Way to, way to waste five minutes. Can't can get those delete five it. minutes. Five. <laughs> just I just wanted to talk about it. No, I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, no, so... I think, yes, we do. (laughs) I think that today we kind of talked about it and we, our topic for today we want to talk about is dating and, and specifically dating in the LGBT community. So like five of us total, we're all just dating each other. (laughs) Well, isn't there like a, a, like a six connection rule? Where, like, you're six points removed from any person yeah. in the world or something. Well, if anyway. you're gay, it's five. Okay. So. <laughs> I just made that up. That's bullshit. Don't listen so to me. So, <laughs> I think that we're, we're, we're kind of talking about not just dating as trans people, but also dating as people who, who fall into this spectrum of sexuality. Um, and kind of experiencing sexuality and romantic attraction while dealing with either coming to terms with your identity or having someone else come to terms with your identity and, and stuff like that. 
Um, I kind of was very lucky that I had already um, met my lovely wife-to-be before I came out as trans, and she was very, very loving and accepting, which... I will say not everybody is. Right. So not I was, just loving and accepting, but basically like, bro, you're trans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I love you and I support you, but like... But you, like, really. You, you need to get the shit together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, I'm tired of watching Top Surgery. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I think that it's really important to know that... That doesn't happen to everybody. Yeah. Um, and quite a few people actually end up in divorce or end up separated because abs- of that. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's really sad that that they can't get past this <clears throat> obsession with genitalia. Yeah. To just love the person that they fell in love with. Yeah. Um, but I think that dating, dating can be rough. I think that... You know when you telling when you're coming to terms with your your just even just your sexuality. I remember coming out to myself and being really confused, not only as somebody who was gay, but somebody who was religious and somebody who was being raised in a really conservative um, town. Yeah, so it it can be really hard to juggle juggle everything and to to know who you can trust with with your information and who you can be yourself with um and who you can the open other your four people in the circle yeah and who you can open <laughs> yourself up to to be emotionally raw with yeah um it's it's always okay to to be careful or to not be careful, whatever, you know, you want to do. I think that, you know, just do your best to take care of yourself, whatever that way that means. Yeah. Brandon. So, um, I think my, my viewpoint on that is very similar to yours. I agree with everything you said. Um, but I also think that, uh, uh, you need to find somebody who is wholeheartedly on board with, taking on your shit absolutely um if they're not prepared for everything that is involved with whatever gender identity sexuality you are have whatever however you want to word that um it can very easily end in an emotionally abusive or heartbreak situation like if they're uh, with you because they've been with you and they don't fully support everything like that can that can end up um, taking a major toll on your emotional um, and their emotional and th- yeah and theirs too um, it, it's yeah that's true it's definitely not one sided um, but the, uh, like being trans specifically I guess is what I'm more speaking about than anything um, is that if they're not ready to take on that then you shouldn't be with them. And I have not been dating as an out trans person for very long. Uh, I would say it's been just over a year. Like my um, my ex-girlfriend, I came out to her as trans. And then we ended it very shortly after that. 
uh, and then I've only dated, like, actually genuinely dated one other person as an out trans person, and that lasted four months and ended two weeks ago. So, or like a week and a half ago, whatever it was. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's just, it's a lot, and it's... So if anybody is out there, it's available, you know who to hit <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I am not emotionally available for that. <laughs> no, I think uh, that it's also really important to to make sure that emotionally and mentally you're on the same page. Sure. But also physically, because that's very Absolutely. important. Um, I um, think communication is going to be... And I know people say this, and they they drive that word into the ground that communication thing but well, like I think that if you asked me and Akatsali what our what the key to our relationship would be mm-hmm. I would 100% say communication yeah um but when we first met we we were both in a very raw place um we were both very um emotionally vulnerable mm-hmm and we were open to each other and we made sure that we spoke no lies from day one and then when we started dating we said that lies would be unacceptable yeah and and i think that you know that's something to live by what like what is what point is there what are you avoiding if you are going to spend the rest of your life with this person they're gonna find out they're gonna know all your dirty laundry they're gonna know all of it so just be honest deal with the repercussions as they come celebrate life as it comes but please just communicate if if you're not happy with your sex life, if you're not happy with your home life, if you're not happy in the town you're living, talk about it. Yeah. You know, always just communicate because it it will 100% make an effort to to take at least three steps in the right direction. When I think less than lies, I think it was more like uh, her feelings, her misunderstandings, dealing with it then, the, rather than letting those feelings fester just and simmer more. into... Yeah. Because I think that's where a lot of people go wrong, and, and like they're just like, oh, well, you know, this didn't go my way, so I'm upset about it, but I don't want to say anything, and then that turns into this whole other monster. Yeah. Because one day, I could tell you, didn't open the door for me, so I got upset about it, and then I kept it in, and then the next day, she ate my last piece of chocolate, and I got upset about it, and the next day, she didn't take out the trash in the bathroom, and I lost my shit on it. Like, <laughs> no, like, that. that's where it just, it kind of, it, it steps up, and just deal with it as it comes. Don't, don't fucking sit in it. Yeah. Because it... it you don't so, want to sit in your garbage. It's gross. So as as somebody who is single, and as as much as that, like, I very much appreciate you guys and your relationship. You have absolutely, like, we joke about it a lot, but you have the healthiest relationship out of all my friends. And the rest of my friends are single. But they're single for a reason. Because they, they've never had healthy relationships. And, um, you know, I can, I can also say the same thing. The, the two girlfriends whatever two girlfriends that i've had since my divorce um 
they haven't been healthy relationships. And part of it were for those reasons, because like, I, I struggle with emotions and, but, but as, as, as a single person dating, um, trying to find somebody to date it, you have to be open from the very beginning. You can't like, so, and I know a lot of trans people do this because dating, especially like online dating for trans people is scary as fuck absolutely because and the biggest reason is because a lot of people will catfish not a lot of people there are people out there who will catfish trans people um and you know i've read stories and and i know it's probably dangerous for me to do that but i've read stories about trans people being catfished and they go to meet somebody and they end up getting you know beaten up or whatever out of them Yeah, yeah because they're trans and so a lot of people will um get on dating apps as their assigned birth and then they will come out to people as they start talking and things like that. But, like, I genuinely... And I understand that they're protecting their themselves and things like that. But there are, there are other ways to find people. You don't have to go online. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to online date. I, I mean, understand you- that this world we live in now is like that. But online dating is is dangerous for people in the LGBT community. Yeah. And, and, and there are definitely steps in the <clears throat> right direction Yeah, with... With more gender inclusive apps and stuff like that, yeah. but it's it's really hard not knowing a hundred percent sure that who you're talking to on the other side of that screen is actually who you think it is. Yeah, and so and so my biggest suggestion would be don't online date. Uh, put yourself in queer spaces. Put yourself in LGBT friendly environments, and you can find people within those spaces. And um, you know, it's funny because, like, this the world we live in and this generation, um, we are heavy, heavy, heavy technology dependent. And But there's a giant portion of us, me included, I deleted all of my dating apps and I will never, I'll never get back on them. Um, who just, who stopped online dating for reasons like this because you can't find a decent guy or you can't find a decent person or you know blah 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 whatever um my biggest suggestion would be to guard your heart but also be honest from the beginning and understand that you have baggage and dating you everyone has baggage everyone has their own baggage like i'm trans and i have a kid like, that's hard to find somebody who wants to date like that. Who wants to date a trans person with a kid. Like, what? that's a shitty situation. Okay, Damien, you and I can't date. You have Zali. <laughs> um, but no, and so like... And we'll it's, get it's into polyamory just... later, it's fine. <laughs> It's, it's not just trans people, but it, it's included in everyone. Like, um, LGBT dating is... Damien is currently stroking my hair, y'all. It was messed up. Uh, I was fixing it. Fuck off! I'm just messing Piece of shit. <laughs> That's for later, sir. You can only mess my hair up when we're having sex. Um. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Uh, I just, I think dating is a very, it's a minefield. It's a minefield. It's shitty. Dating sucks. Getting to know people sucks. But, um, al- but, but also I think, and I'm not being bitter. Like I genuinely, 
I know a lot of people think that I'm bitter and emotionless and all that stuff, but that's not, that's not it. I'm really, really not. I am just very guarded <laughs> and very well, aware and, and of I society. Think, I also think for a good reason. Yeah. Um, you're in this very interesting position where you no longer just have your own heart to guard. Yeah. You're also responsible for someone else's. Yeah. Because you have this amazing kiddo who... Which, by the way, he is just like the most, literally the most supportive person in my life. Oh, he's, he's incredible. He's my six-year-old kid, and he legit... I asked him the other day, I said, what do you think about a... I know this is a sidebar. Um, but I said, what do you think about calling me something other than mom? Because... When people hear you call me mom, but they see I'm a boy, they're going to ask you what that's about. And he said, I will just look at them and say, I don't talk about people's gender. I don't care about it. It's none of your business. That's and I, fucking amazing. Yeah, and is, I'm dying inside. Same. And I legit, like, I teared up and I was just like, I love you so much. And he was like, you're my mom. You're my mama. I'm always going to call you mama. Mama doesn't have to be a girl. And I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> you just got schooled by a six-year-old. <laughs> and so, and yeah. And so, um, but, but at like, the same time, but like, like, really? Yeah. Like, why, like, why does mom have to be a girl? Like, yeah. mom doesn't have to be a girl. And so he, he told me, he said, if my friends don't like it, then I won't be friends with them. And I just won't talk about your gender or anybody's gender. I don't care what gender they are. And that's what he said to me. Which, by the way, he has a crush on a boy and I'm not supposed to tell anyone. That's amazing. His name is Ian, and his hair bounces when he runs, apparently. He's Aww. in love. This boy is in love. I don't care what anybody says. I love when their hair Did bounces. Did he also tell you that he thought you had a whole bunch of girlfriends? Yeah, he told me. He, <laughs> I don't even remember how that conversation started, but he legit was like, girls love you. And I was like, ew, what? Where did you get that information? <laughs> who is to, Who have you been talking to? <laughs> Macy. Right. And well, when I told Macy about it, she was like, he knows. And I'm like, what does he know? What does everyone know that I don't? Where are these girls? Like, what? What is this? And so... Um, I love that voice crack there. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, I'm, I'm All moving... pointed out. We're moving past that now. Um, so As he makes his voice deeper to overcompensate, <laughs> mind you. So, uh, yeah. And then he, he says, well... I said, how many girlfriends do you think I have? And he said, a thousand. And I was like, Bentley, I can barely handle Macy in my life, let alone a thousand girlfriends. You know what I love? I love kids' perception of number. Yeah. Because... Like, I don't even know a thousand people. Because he legit asked about a car today and was like, how much would it cost? So, and and Brandon over here was like, well, the Hot Wheels version would cost three ninety nine. He's like, but the real one, I bet it costs like a hundred dollars. And and all three of the adults in the room were just like, that's adorable. Right. We were talking about a Bentley, by the way. Like but not the human, the car. Like a hundred dollars a month, maybe. Or a hundred dollars, like an hour. Because Bentley. <laughs> um, but no, but yeah. So back to our actual conversation. Um, of dating. A I million think girls. Dating is tricky. Oh, and dating, you have to know, you have to be comfortable with yourself. And it's okay. Like my, I, okay, so 
above all else, I personally believe you have to get to a point where you're completely okay with who you are before you can... And that, that's not saying that somebody else can't help you figure things out like that, but can you I? have to get to somewhat of a point of, like, I can be emotionally raw with this person. Can I Can I say something a little controversial? Don't you always? Yeah. Um, so, I strongly disagree of course you do with the statement of you have to love yourself before you can love someone else that's not what i said no no no. i know that that's not what you said um because i agree with you because i i'm just kind of growing from the conversation Right, right 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 um i i'm one of those and i i kind of saw something about this online a couple of days ago i think um Oh, the interwebs. Yes. I strongly disagree. Yeah. And I think that that's something that at least I have been told. I feel like a lot of people have been told from a young age, oh, you have to love yourself before you can love someone else like that. But specifically as trans people, we don't love ourselves, or we didn't at one point. Well, and as somebody who has a mental disorder, yeah, like, I'm sorry, loving yourself doesn't come easy. Right. And, And it's expensive. Yeah. And I absolutely recognize that I did not love myself when I met Agatali. Sure. By any means. Right. Was I more okay with myself, maybe? Enough to be emotionally raw? Sure. Was I able to allow myself to grow with her? Was I emotionally ready for it? Yes. And she has helped me grow so much into sometimes loving myself. Yeah. And it's still a work in progress every day. Absolutely. But you cannot, like, don't, if you are out there who is struggling with something, please do not think that you are unlovable because you don't love yourself. Yeah. Like, for the love of God, because that is something so damaging. Yep. And it's taken me, I mean, it's taken me a very, very long time to... Um, appreciate who I am. I wouldn't even say love myself because I don't feel like I'm necessarily like in the place where I'm like, yeah, I'm whatever. Like I, I'm the shit. (laughs) Yeah. Like I've just gotten to a point where I am more okay with who I am. So like, um, this, this point in my life, I know without a shadow of a doubt in my mind, even though I have doubts daily, in and out i'm like am i trans enough like am i this testosterone like is it actually helping me or am i just fucking crazy like and i know that people struggle with those so um i'm okay with who i am now i'm okay with my identity as a trans man um i am even to the point where i'm okay with saying out loud that i'm pansexual which is weird um because that's a somewhat new development in my mind because uh, when i first came out i was like um, I'm a lesbian. And then when I came out as trans, I was like, oh, now that makes me straight. Well, that's not true. Um, and I identify, I identify as a queer trans man. That's my identity. Um, and I'm okay with that now, but I can say for sure that I wasn't always there. And just because I am in this place where I'm comfortable with who I am now, uh, doesn't mean that I wasn't ready for a relationship before it was just 
there's different like different people have different aspects of their readiness and absolutely for me it was a lot of accepting not necessarily coming to a point of like being in love with myself um but accepting those things about me before i can open myself up to somebody else right somebody else loving you to that degree you have to at least accept it yeah um no i so i think that like dating can be really hard it sucks. Um, it, it sucks. Um, it can be fun. It can be not so fun. It can be full of happiness and sorrow. But at the end of the day, at least for me, the way that I kind of saw dating growing up, which is why I didn't have a lot of relationships because I didn't take them lightly, was I saw dating as this is somebody that I am actually considering a future with yeah and you know in high school that was a very uncommon and unpopular opinion because everybody else was oh i'm just dating to date i want to have a boyfriend i want to have a girlfriend whatever no i i was like i'm not gonna date just to know that i am eventually going to break up with you like (laughs) why am i gonna do that no, I'm, I'm dating to see if 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 we're not going to break up, you know? Right. And, and so that's something that I recommend. It's not for everybody, but I recommend going with the mindset of, you know, like, honestly, do you see your per- yourself with this person? Do you see a future with them? Could you see having kids with them if kids is what you want? Could you see yourself traveling with them? Could you see yourself living in a small apartment together? Because that's going to happen. And if you don't like the way that they put their toilet paper on the toilet paper roll, you're going to have a problem. It's it's up, by the way. It goes up and over. Like out or in? Like against the wall or out of the wall? Like you like you pull it from the top and it rolls yes. over. Perfect. Not okay. under. Yeah, it we can date. Matter. It matters. It, it matters. And and we can date. Yeah. See? <laughs> See, I can tell it's you confirmed. Doesn't. I can be the third. Yeah. I mean, you were confirmed before that. Okay. But. I was just like, I don't care. So if it bothers you, just flip it. I don't... Yeah. I don't see the difference. So I just passively, aggressively flipped it every time she put toilet paper on the roll. Even Bentley knows that it goes up. He changed, He's the one who changes the toilet paper every single time. And he knows that it goes up. I've no, We've never had that conversation. He just I, knows. I was never taught a specific way. It was just put it on there. He's never been taught either, but he knows. That's because you're specific about it. That's true. I'm very OCD. There's a lot of things. Okay, but do you really want your toilet paper against the wall? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you monster? Anyway, we're not talking about toilet paper. We're talking about (laughs) relationships and a little bit toilet paper. I mean, yes. It just boils down to which way the toilet paper rolls. And which way you hold hands. Also true. Are you a pancaker? No. Oh my god, or, no. Or a waffler. Because waffling is where it's at. For those people who are listening, Damien and I are currently holding hands. Because I just demonstrated the pancake. The pancake is like fingers closed, like thumb like and thumbs thumb. thumbs together, and you're... 
Like kind of like it's you gross. clap. Yeah, but like kind of how you clap, but with, with another, another person. <laughs> um, and waffling is obviously interlocking like, the fingers, yeah. like normal fucking people, right? Uh, <laughs> like not like psychopaths. Yeah. Um, not any offense to you who aren't psychopaths who pancake, but it would be sociopath anyway, not a psychopath. Whatever. But also, it also depends heavily on if you pour your ketchup over your fries or if you dip them. What is wrong with you guys? It's all about the kissing. If they don't know how to kiss, it's over. Uh, you can teach them. Yeah, that's teachable. If you pour oh ketchup on your fries, we cannot date. No, we can't. You also, have to dip it. Also, the ketchup should just be thrown in the trash, but that's my personal opinion. And that's a very unpopular opinion, by the way. I don't know. Like, sometimes I'm about ketchup. No. Not all the time. But I like never. to add salt to my ketchup because the, the fries are never salty enough. Anyway, no, what it really boils down to is whether or not you pour the cereal first or the milk <laughs> okay if you Here's pour the, the milk first if you are a sociopath i am sorry offense absolutely intended you <laughs> you need to pour the cereal first because how do you know the proper amount of milk to pour without the cereal in it first i'm just saying so here are the basic requirements to date brandon you cannot pancake hold hands. Apparently, that's a thing. Um, <laughs> you cannot hold my hand. Check. Like, you, like without interlocking your fingers into mine. Uh, you cannot, under any circumstances, pour ketchup onto anything. Check. You can dip it. That's acceptable. The thing is, is you also have to know, Brandon is allergic to tomatoes. So, <laughs> so this, is a, this is kind of a weird stipulation just for him. Slightly redundant. Um, but also, like, you have to be able to share your fries with me because Lord knows you're not going to eat them all, and Lord knows I will. Oh, dude, I'll totally eat them all. I challenge you. So, anyway, and the the third of my stipulations are that, what was it, what were we just talking about? Pouring the milk Oh, first. yeah. You have to pour your cereal first. Absolutely. And you have to accept my son. That's it. Dude. Okay, I'm just going to be flat out here. I check all four requirements, and so does Akadzali. So I'm just saying yeah. that we might have a third here. Yeah. We might have to talk about poly, uh, polyamory next next episode, because apparently it's getting should. serious. Polyamory is a amazing. beautiful thing. It's amazing. For people who are polyamorous. Like us, apparently. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm kidding. Like, the, like yeah, this is totally not, a joke, y'all. Yeah. We're not. We're not. Sorry, I just keep hitting the mic. We're not serious. Well, I'm not. I'm only kind of not serious. Um. <laughs> anyway. So that's so that's dating in a nutshell. That's uh, bad on that. <laughs> fix the toilet paper, guys. If you're at home and you realized, oh shit, I am a sociopath. Go fix your toilet paper, mm-hmm. and all will be solved. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yep. And um, God forbid, pour your freaking ketchup on anything. Ugh, gross. I know. Right? Anyway, so do we have any yikes moments before <laughs> we go? Like, yeah. like now that we've talked about us dating, thoroughly. Um, yeah. So, mine is all like nine times out of ten, it's gonna be customer related because I work. In a hellhole. 
Well, my work itself isn't bad. It's the people who it's come in. It's the customers, in. yeah. That <laughs> make it bad. Um, so, yesterday, actually, I, man, as soon as it happened, I was like, yes, I'm going to talk about this on my podcast. It's awesome. Uh, this guy comes in, and he's, I'm counting drawers, so, like, I'm not paying attention. Um, and I had just made the deposit bag, like, I just sealed the money in the bag, blah, 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 whatever. This guy comes up and he's asking one of my employers and one of my employees if he can have change. And I was like, I just sealed the bag. I have no change. Like, I, don't, I, I just don't. Like, you can have whatever's in the drawer. I'll trade you for that. Well, I didn't realize it because most people, when they ask for change, they're wanting change for 100 or a 50. Excuse me. Or a 50. And um, so I didn't ask him what he had because that's what people ask for why would you right. need change for any other bill that makes no sense so I know. sometimes you do i guess no i don't know I don't, wh- why i never carry cash i don't know okay anyway so he's an older guy i'm like a normal millennial i carry please plastic all people do is give me 20s and take my change all day long it pisses me off then I have to go ask my boss for money, and then he hardly ever has a bank, and it's just frustrating. Yeah. So, so, come to find out, he wanted a $20 bill for four fives, which makes negative sense to me. <laughs> what? He wanted a $20 bill for four fives. He actually had, he actually had, uh, like, $60, and he wanted $60 in 20s. Instead of $60 and fives. Hold on. What kind of maniac I don't know. has $60 in $5 bills? I don't know. There were so many questions. A really good stripper. <laughs> no, he was... No. He, I mean, he, he might have been no. a high-end stripper. No, no, absolutely not. For a really specific type of people? Okay. Who were into we're not, that? We're not going to go into the physical physical aspects of this man. Um, <laughs> All right. So how unlikely he was to be a stripper. Uh, yeah, I personally didn't find him attractive in any way, shape, or form. Let's just put it that way. And you've recently started climbing men like trees. Yeah, or so. wanting to at least. I haven't actually gone through with it yet. So, so they say. So anyway, so he he gets pissed at me. And he's like, oh, why can't you give me change, blah, 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 and started going off on me. And then my boss comes up, and he was like, what What can I help you with, sir? Because my boss kisses everyone's ass. Right. And um, that's, that's the job of the boss. Yeah, he's the GM. He has to. So uh, he comes up, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I think we can manage this. So he goes in and gets some 20s. Well, I didn't even know he wanted 20s until he had already, like, taken his money and, like, exchanged bills. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so... um so I was like, oh, like, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were wanting 20s. I thought you were wanting fives. I don't have any fives. You have the fives. You were what? Wa- yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> just super confusing. And then he legit looks at me and, or he looks at my employee and he goes, he looks at my, God damn it. He looks at my employee and he goes, what's her problem? She's, uh, she's grumpy. And I looked around and realized that. And I was like, and like at this point, very few people call me she. Right. Very few. Uh, mostly just in person because I still can go either way, I guess. Or because they knew me from before. 
and they don't know that I'm actually trans or whatever. So, um, but he doesn't. He's never been there before. He didn't know who I was from Adam Anything, or yeah. Eve, I guess. And uh, Adam. So, um, so I was like, "Are you talking about me, sir?" And of course, I used the word "sir" to like, like, "Oh, I'm still respectful." of you even though whatever right um because this is a professional environment so um and my boss is in the office and he shuts the door so he can't really hear what's going on and um i said are you talking to me sir and he said yeah i'm talking to you uh nobody likes to be told no <laughs> I just, it took everything in me not to laugh in this motherfucker's face because i wanted to be like do you know how fucking spoiled Mind you, not even talking about the gender issue, but, like, nobody likes to be told no. And then he was like, you, of all people, manager, shouldn't be allowed to tell your guests no. And, like, my employee even looked at me, and you could see the fear in her eyes, because she knows me. She knows that, like, I'm not afraid to... Bite somebody's head off. Yeah. And so it took... Oh, man... I like this whole thing went through my brain where I was like, I need my job and I need to not go to jail today. So the only option is to just stop speaking because the next thing that's going to come out of my mouth is going to be like, fuck you. <laughs> How's that for no? Because that's literally what I was thinking in my head. That's all I could go through in my head was fuck you. And so, um, my boss, I hear him open the door behind me and that's when I like tuned back into the real world. Right. And I was like, I apologize, sir. Um, I said, uh, I said, I am not a she, uh, but I do apologize for the poorly worded misunderstanding. And he just looked at me cause he didn't know what I was talking about. All you asked for was change. First of all. So it was poorly worded on your part, not mine. Um, and then you told me that I'm not allowed to tell my guests no. Oh, yeah, I can do anything for you, of course, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's not, no, that's not how I operate things. Um, and so just that whole situation was just really fucked up. And and then, so his his response was he got the last word in. Because if I had got the last word in, I, I would have gone to jail. I would have gone to jail, yes, absolutely. Um I, like, wholeheartedly feel the blood boiling in my body at this point. Because he was so accusatory and so hateful about the whole situation. Um, and he said, well, whatever you are. Yeah, whatever you are. You need to be nicer to your guests. And I shut the register. And I walked in the back into the walk-in. And I literally, like, screamed in the walk-in because I I saw myself physically jumping over the counter at this guy and punching him in the face until he bled. Hold on. Who the fuck does he think he is to... Oh, he's a guest. He is always right. To say... Yeah. Quote, whatever you are. Yeah. Uh, Yep. The amount of unacceptable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And my boss was standing right there and he didn't say shit to him. 
He, well, okay, that's not true. He did. He he didn't stand up for me technically, but he heard him say that, and he you could see that he was very frustrated with him. So he threw the 20 on the counter and said, have a good day, sir. Frustrated? That's it? Well, he doesn't, yeah. He doesn't understand the depth of what that meant to me. And so... It's not personal for him. Yeah, it's not. And, and he makes jokes about like, oh, well, you're going to change your mind one day and then you're going to regret that beard. So he says stuff like that to me all the time. Which is so not okay. No, I know, but it's better than my old boss. That's true. I'll take it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that was that was a oh. big, big yikes moment. Whatever you are, you should be nicer to your That's guests. That's not yikes. That's like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> And it took literally every part of me to not say that out loud to him. Because um, my employee even was like, she also had to walk away from the situation. She's super supportive. Super like, she will correct anybody that accidentally calls me she. She's very, very much an ally. And that's awesome. So, it like, her and I both walked away. I walked into the walk-in. She just walked away from the guy completely. And I could hear her as soon as he walked away. There was nobody else in the in the store. Nope, there was not another guest in the store. So I had literally just my employee and my boss who heard this. And um, when I walked out of the walk-in, I heard her telling people what happened. And she was like, oh, man. Like, she was fired up about it. And so I just, I, I, I let her rant. Because if I did, I would have. Oh. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I'm not an angry person and my blood is boiling right yeah. now. I cannot imagine. Uh-huh. If somebody had said that to me, I just I just and shut I think down that if any walked away from me. I think that if if anybody said that to either of us outside of a work environment, it would not be a pretty picture. No, no, it wouldn't. And I have um, had conversations like that with people outside of the work environment, and it's not pretty for them <laughs> because I'm a very outspoken person. I. Really? I don't hide my feelings very well when I have them. Really? So. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was that was a fun so, experience. So, I actually low-key have a yikes moment that happened today. Cool. Love that. Um, and it, it's actually totally my fault. Um, that sounds about right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so, I, I have a lot of anxiety... Um, and, and a lot of it manifests specifically when I make a phone call, I don't like talking on the phone. Mm -hmm. It makes me very nervous. I don't respond well. I don't know answers to questions. I don't, I get very flustered and, and I would rather do it through email or text message or in person or anything other than over the phone because I hate it. And I always hang up wanting to like shoot myself in the head. Um, so today, um, one of, uh, a mutual friend of me and Brandon, uh, does hair mm-hmm. and I decide to call to make an appointment. Oh, you have to call the salon to do it. Yeah. You have to call the school. Yeah. You can't just call him. Uh-uh. I'm sorry, friend. Yeah. That's scary. Especially because that girl is new and she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. Yeah. So, so it was really scary. Like, like. It, it's it's because normally when I go get my hair cut, I just go to a walk-in barber, and 
like it's fine. Everybody's dudes there. It like I feel really comfortable. It's fine. But I really want to support my friend. I think he's great. So, you know, it's one of those things. So I decide that I have to make this phone call. So I get off the phone with Zali and I I go, okay. Uh, He had messaged me the number. So I I give a call and she's like, hi, this is so-and-so at wherever place. How can I help you? And I'm like, I was like, shit, I didn't think I'd get this far. Um, what, what's my answer? Uh, I'd like to schedule an appointment. <laughs> Just like, okay. <laughs> and like, I, I said his name and I was like, uh, whenever you can after 4.30. Mm-hmm. And she's like, 4.30 is the latest I can do. Um, how about next Tuesday? And I was like, great, great. <laughs> I'll <Perfect>. take it. <laughs> and the thing is. I was so flustered at that point, and the conversation was moving so quickly, and I had just gotten off of work, where, although I am kind of out, I still use my dead name. Mm-hmm. So automatically, when she asked for my name, I gave my dead name. Damien. I know. <laughs> Joey's going to be like, what the fuck is this? I know. Yeah. Joey's going to be like, what the fuck? Who is this? Yeah. yeah. he's he, has, he doesn't even know what your dead name is. I know. That's so... I feel like I low-key, like, outed myself. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, you're going to walk in and Joey's going to be like, oh! Yeah. Just and, like that with that voice crack and everything. Yeah. He absolutely <laughs> is. Yeah. Um, and so I, like, as soon as I said it, like, I wanted to backtrack and I felt like I could and I started to, and then, and then my anxiety flared up of, oh fuck, I've already screwed this conversation up so much yeah that like, I almost started having a panic attack. And so I just like went with it and then I hung up and I was like, fuck, I cannot believe you did that. I mean, I understand. So I understand the the impact that anxiety has on people. Well, like, it was anxiety and the fact intense. that I and the fact that I had just gotten off work. Yeah. Where I used my like, like I think that if any other situation, if I waited a little bit longer, it would have been fine. Yeah. Because like, anytime I I order food, anytime I go anywhere, like it's fine. I use Damien. It's fine. Most of the time, people give me a weird look. Sure. They get over it. Yeah. Like, people think I say Brenda when I say my name, so. That's awesome. And I'm like, hello, this is Brandon. How can I help you? And they're like, hello, Brenda. And I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, like the deepest voice you can. Yeah. <laughs> no, and so I, I felt, like, I felt guilty, low-key, for using, like, I was like, okay. what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, why, yeah. why did that come out of my mouth? But, like... I should probably let him know that it's you. I was so anxious. Yeah. I'll, I'll let him know. I was, I was going to. Yeah. I was so anxious, and I just... I couldn't... I didn't know... I didn't know how to backpedal, and I was so, like, fucking stressed out. And, like, like I don't... I don't think you understand how much phone anxiety I have. Oh, I do. <laughs> I have things that I've put off for years, because I hate oh, phone yeah. calls that much. Um... 
Akatali has... Dolly is laughing at us currently. Well, Akatali has to deal with me a lot with phone calls and, and trying to... Well, not just that, but, like, when we go home to family and then... Like, I think the last time we went, I was having a conversation with his... With my mom. With his, no, with your Nana. And... Oh. And I was like, oh, well, she's so hard to get up in the morning, like, doesn't want to get up. And David was like, who are you talking about? <laughs> oh! And he, he just had, like, a... <laughs> No, in my head, like, in my head, it was, like, it was so surreal. Because, like, no, I'm not out to my family, which is really hard when we go see them. I think it was during spring break, we were going to see her family, um, because it was her little sister's birthday, and so I was visiting, um, my grandmother that I used to live with, and my grandfather, Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, she had come by to say hi, because, you know, she was very present. Um, because, you know, we were dating and all. Right. Um, and, and she used female pronouns and I literally like fucking froze. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck this bitch talking about? Like, who are you seeing on the side? <laughs> I'm waking up in the morning. Yeah. Right. I was like, did we have a third and I didn't know about it? Yeah. I was like, I was like, she lives next door. <laughs> Except we don't have a she next door. It's a dude. It's that it's that meth head lady that's always out there smoking. Okay, cool, 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 cool. cool. Love the smell of you know smoke while I'm anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Um, no, and I I just first I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is she talking about? Like, huh? And then I had to think about it. I was like, oh, she's talking about us. Oh, she's talking about me. Oh. And and yeah. so. The realization. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, I was walking down the hall to go. Like, so it wasn't even like like she might, might now would have seen anything. But, like, I kind of felt the same thing here. Yeah. Like, like I, it just kind of like, like fell out of my panic, ma- like yeah. it just kind of fell out of my mouth and I was like, wait, how do I get how do I shove it back in? <laughs> how do I eat my words? <laughs> I'm sorry, friend. It's okay. I know. Like it just it feels I mean, so. It's not, it's not okay. Like it's it's frustrating to have to live life like that. Like, and I well, know it's not anything you can help. Well, and it's something that I haven't done in a really long time, so it yeah. was really weird. Yeah. So that's my ice moment. For all of you, it, I had it, a customer. I, man, okay. So, so some of my customers know me as my dead name, and they still call me that. But most of them don't anymore. Most of them recognize have, like, have, like, hey, they have a beard. Maybe they don't go by that name anymore, right? And so <laughs> they're smart enough to put two and two together. Yeah. Um, but someone called me that today, actually, and I legit in front of them. And I didn't even mean to, but in front of them, I was like, oh, that's weird. (laughs) And, uh, because we've even changed my name in the computer. Right. My my name pops up as Brandon on, on all of our stuff Well, and like, the thing is, is like at work, nine times out of 10, if somebody says my dead name, I don't react to it because like, I don't recognize that as as my, like, that's who I am. Cause it's not. Yeah. 
And so, yeah, so someone called me my, my dead name today, and I legit was like, it took me a solid, like, five seconds to be like, oh, hey. Because I feel like I've changed my name on all my social media. Um, I've changed I've changed my name on everything except, well, you know, the legal things that matter. Right. Like, and yeah. the thing is, is me and I could tell you met you before you changed your name. Yeah. So we, we know you, or knew you before you changed your name. Yeah. But if you told me to call you that name, <laughs> I, I I think that I would try to avoid to use your name. You'd because, be like, hey, friend. <laughs> like, hey, buddy old pal. Like, I, I, I don't think I could force that name through my lips if even if I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, it's real weird. At least people don't avoid your name. I was on a live earlier today, and I commented on it, and the girl read it, and she, I just saw her go... And then she read my comment out loud. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. She, she said every other person's name before she read their comment. And then uh-huh. she just went, uh, mm. <laughs> Just skip reading. I was like, oh, you weren't even going to give it a try? <laughs> Come on. No. Nope. I mean, I can There's tell no it's a little, a little hard. Or not hard. I just, mean, it's, it's hard for white people who yeah. don't have the mental capacity to... And, and I would like to clarify... Me and Brandon are both very white. Very white. But okay, I I'm I'm gonna be that guy for a second. I feel like, first of all, I have been privy to um being exposed to a lot of Spanish for the majority of my life. Like my elementary school is required to uh speak a bare minimum amount of Spanish to interact with Hispanics. Cool. Um, and so, like, uh, I understand the Spanish language enough to be able to pronounce a word if I can see, if I can see it written, I, nine times out of ten I can pronounce it. Right. Um, and so, Zali's name wasn't difficult for me, because I can sound it out. But there are a lot of people, white people specifically, who have never been exposed to that, who would look at her name and be like, is this Chinese? What the fuck does this mean? You know what the best thing is? When we... So we met you first. And um, we were actually going to... One of your... Your best friend's birthday party um, to, to be introduced to the entire friend group. Oh, yeah. And, in and Denton. I forgot in, about in that. In Denton. And, and it was really great that this is the, had been the first time that me and Zali had done anything like this. That's also the first weekend I had introduced myself as a Brandon to everyone. All of Chris's yeah. friends, too. Yeah, it was great. Um, wow, big weekend. And, and so, you know, me and Zali introduced ourselves. And it was really great because, you know, we got off work later. So everybody had been partying already pretty hard so watching probably a good 10 people mm-hmm. who were pretty solidly shit-faced mm-hmm. try to pronounce mm-hmm. Akitzali yeah was the funniest thing in the world I, I got to a point where I was like this is Sally yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is Sally with a Z <laughs> so yeah yeah it was I real funny straight up introduce herself three times because she couldn't remember my name <laughs> Love her. She was like, 
Hi, I'm Becca. And I was like, yes, honey, we've had this conversation. We know. (laughs) And then she proceeded to ask, do I have your consent to grind on you? God, I I just love that so much. Can I please rub my butt all over you? (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. And her and I have an understanding that she has consent to do whatever she wants to me at any given time. Do I have that consent? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on now. Can I? That was a joke. Oh man. <laughs> sort of. She always asks though. She does. She'll come up and like she'll want to like hold my hand or whatever. Or she'll like she wants to like stroke my beard. And she's like, Can I can I do this? And I'm like, Yeah, girl, go ahead. Rub me down. Can I? No. Because <laughs> oh. <No>. you will. <laughs> She's like, yes! <laughs> if you said yes jokingly, you'd be like, oh shit! Yeah, what did I do? <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like, where'd my clothes go? What? <laughs> okay. No, you the binder. The binder stays. Yeah, that could stay. It's fine. My it's con- really soft anyway. That's true. You just want to rub it anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's soft enough that it's just like, it's almost softer than skin. That's, it's, yeah, it's very... It's so soft that it could be made from baby skin, and I wouldn't be mad. So I mean, weird. I would be. That's a little, <laughs> that's a little over the line. It just got really murdery. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that Mr. Scratch visits you all in your sleep. Except for the people who watch Criminal Minds, and they're going to be freaked the fuck out. So it'll be fine. All right. So we have mm-hmm. a sociopath, and then we have me, okay. who is an emotionless robot. So a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> and she's obviously a sociopath. Look, I'm Mexican, so I'm obviously a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> she went there! Have you? It, her name is Akitali. Like, what? Of course she's a criminal. I wouldn't even go that far. Her last name's Noriega. One of them was a dictator. <laughs> I know people. Alright. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Steven, cut all that out. Thanks. So... I think that kind of wraps up our yikes moments. Um, please send me your support and your condolences. Uh, mourning my dead name and my lack of a soul. Because I killed it. On the phone. With the salon. <laughs> it was a sad day. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's, mistakes were made. <laughs> mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. I mean, it's fine. Um, I'm. I think I'm just more, more embarrassed, and and a little ashamed with myself than anything else. It'll be fine. It'll pass. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna get all philosophical, but it, it'll be okay. I know. And also, you shouldn't be ashamed of that. It's because it because like at the end of the day, after Tuesday, it's not gonna matter. <laughs> Before and now, it doesn't matter. I mean, it matters. I'm going to explain it to him, and everything will be fine. And he'll understand. It's okay. So, um, I hope that you all liked 
this podcast. Oh, it was God. it was a lot. There's it was a lot, lot to handle. To please, so please make it through. If you made it through this episode, like God be with you. I if you believe in God. If not, then um, peace be with you. Then, peace among worlds. Then Brandon Yuri be with you. I mean, he's basically God. <laughs> or if you ask me, like. Hmm. Shakira be with you. Demi. Oh, Demi Lovato. Demi Demi Lovato Lovato be be with you. you. Oh, that's going to be on you and in you and everywhere around you. Oh, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's how we're going to end our episodes. Demi Lovato be with you. (laughs) Um, Um, If you climb anyone like a tree, wear protection. Absolutely. Please follow us on social media. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that jazz. We've got an email, everqueerpod at gmail. Uh, be sure to send us your yikes moments. I really, really, really want to hear y'all's yikes moments. Absolutely. If there's enough good ones, maybe we'll read them out loud on, on a podcast or two. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah, fun. Um... And if you are in need of support, please reach out to us. We will respond to everybody as much as we can, depending on how crazy it gets, I guess. Because, um, I mean... If, I mean, we're going to support you. It's just a matter of how we're able to yeah, do that. How, yeah. But we will do our best to provide as much support as we possibly can, because nobody should be alone. Um Demi Lovato is with you. Demi Lovato is with you. (laughs) Bye, guys.